Log entry 112, bad brew case number 003. Subject is Halloween Resurrection. Halloween Resurrection is an American slasher film and the eighth installment in the Halloween series. Resurrection builds upon the continuity of Halloween H2O with mass serial killer Michael Myers continuing his murderous rampage in his childhood home that is currently being used for a live internet horror show. Released in 2002, Halloween Resurrection was reviled by critics and audiences alike and currently sits at an 11% on popular film rating site Rotten Tomatoes. Today the question remains, does it deserve its reputation? You're listening to the Buzzed Kill Podcast. Oh boy. It is episode 112. Welcome to the Buzz to Kill podcast, where today's episode is. Bad Brew Halloween Resurrection. I'm Mike. I'm Jim. And I'm Justin. And in the hot seat, we have the myth, the legend, the Lego My Prego. Brewmate <laughs> 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 Jen! Hi. Hi. How you doing, guys? Good. Gal. Super. I'm good because I just watched Halloween Resurrection. Oh, and that's favorite always, movie ever. That's always a good day. No, it's actually it's just because it makes the rest of your life feel so much better. Okay, okay. <laughs> anyway. I, I gotta ask. What? It just popped into my head, and we're gonna start the show off with a bang. Okay. Why has there never been a porn parody called Halloween Res Erection? <laughs> Why has this never happened? Are you sure it's not? <laughs> is this, I think this is like two or three weeks in a row where you asked, why hasn't there been a porn parody of something? I, I'll have to go back and check, but... It's because I'm a genius, and I should be making money off these ideas. Instead, I'm giving them to the world for free. We should play We should play a game where every every week when we, uh, when we watch our movies, mm-hmm. we have a little contest toward the end to see who comes up with the best porn parody name. Ooh, I'm into it. Yeah. Yeah. That could be a, that could be a name for a movie right there. I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> Booyah! You, I, I've no. I think that you only ever say in the hot seat when Jen is here. Uh, I think I've said it to a couple of people it, before. Do you say it with other people? I think so. I, I say it with the Jane's pants. I thought maybe I it was, he's in the hot seat. I thought maybe, maybe it was just your your spec your special, like your your you're the you're the one dignified hot seat, hot seat member. <laughs> hot seat Jen. All right. Well, what have you guys been up to? Uh, no, no, I did something today that I haven't done since 2006. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? I went to college. Why? On purpose? I did, on purpose. <laughs> Why? I went to a counseling office today. I am thinking about re-enrolling in some classes. Gross. Why? Why? Trust me, I agree. <laughs> and did you immediately think better of it? Uh, no, actually, I, thought, I felt pretty good about it, actually. Ugh. College. School's for bitches. Yeah. <laughs> School's for fools. <laughs> well, uh, this is the uh, this is the re-education of the Buzzkill podcast. All right. Only it's not racist and it's. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what does racism have to do with anything? No, I'm sorry. It was the miseducation of Lauren Hill? Didn't she? Didn't oh. she go? Didn't she go on like a big tangent afterward where she was like, "If I knew white people were going to listen to my record, I would never would have made it." No, that I don't was, know why she was southern. That was uh, the was guy that, that makes Hill? the jeans. 
the guy that makes the, the guy movie. Makes <laughs> was, it, was, was it Mr. Yeah. Allen? Tommy Hilfiger. So oh. Tommy Hilfiger is no. white. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he said something like that, though. <laughs> if I knew white people would be wearing my jeans. <laughs> Wait, are you sure? It's a, it wasn't, uh, what's his face from FUBU? Because that's for us, by us. I mean, that's pretty cut and dry. I don't remember. I heard it when I was in like elementary school. I like your Johnny Cash shirt, by the way. Thank you. Is that he new? He made it himself. Did he? No, it's, it's, I've had it for a little did while. He, did he fund it himself? He did. With his own cash? He never would have made it if he knew that Justin's were going to wear it. <laughs> <laughs> this has already this gone for off Johnny's the rails. only. <laughs> yeah, this is... Um... Four and a half minutes and it is off the rails Okay, so, so tell, us, tell us about your school counseling session. Oh, that was great. I talked to a nice middle-aged Indian woman who was uh, hilarious. <laughs> okay. It was, no, it was a good conversation. I'm uh, going to sign up for some digital uh, arts and layout classes. Why couldn't right, she have been man. just a nice woman? Right. Yeah. yeah what? <laughs> who, who, who's racist <laughs> you're, now? You're bringing, you're bringing race into everything <laughs> oh, tonight, my God. Uh, you guys suck. No, it's exciting, though. It's exciting. I've, uh, you're so, you know, you're I've, so white. I've been... I've been... <laughs> Just a typical whitey. I've 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 been uh, I've been a piece of shit for uh, for quite a while. It's time for me to become a real boy and uh, join join society, contributing. Well, well, speaking of other things that are completely <laughs> terrible, let's get some correction for the. <laughs> no, that's, that's not, it's not time yet. I just figured that I figured that was a good place to segue. That was a good segue, but we'll save it. <laughs> guys done uh nothing i am also a piece of shit and i'm happy that way oh are you i will just say that way i've been putting together my halloween costume mm. and that's about it that's my day-to-day -day. yeah just doing one random thing once a week just uh, sitting at home <laughs> sitting at home in your man cave just, uh, just one i had a very exciting week what'd you do i went grocery shopping today <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell me where to find the best baguettes, by the, the way? Best, oh, the best baguettes? Yeah, the best baguettes. Do not <laughs> go to Meyer because they get that soft stuff. It's flavorless like plastic. You go to Kroger. It's yeah. their bakery. You can buy it half-baked or fully baked. Is it crispy on the outside with a chewy center? It is crispy on the outside okay. with a chewy center. Well, and you warm that son of a bitch up and you put some of your favorite <laughs> butter or soy-based <laughs> alternative on there. And it is So phenomenal. take a delicious piece of bread and ruin it. Yeah. With some soy-based bullcrap. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jay. I don't mean to come down on you Hit for being a face. vegan. See, he's coming down on me for bettering myself. He's coming down on you because of your dietary uh, choices. Do you, see, do you see what's happening here? A psychologist would have a field day with me. Because I, what I do, I'm going to diagnose myself right now. I bring everybody else down to my level. Yeah. As soon as I see progression in your life, I'm like, no, 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 no. Stop blowing wait, wait, us out to make wait, yourself wait. brighter. My progression was that I went shopping this week. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty bad. I feel I bad for you. you. I, I told you I do nothing. So you going shopping is is pretty, pretty what outgoing. That? What was that? Huh? What was that? <laughs> you going shopping. <laughs> I'm One of these days I'm going to learn how to yodel because I'd probably be pretty good at it. Uh, on accident. New God, stop. <laughs> That was that was not not good. What about you, was, Jen? I that was all right. What have you been up to? Um, I went to Vegas. No, my last trip probably before so, baby comes. So what does what does a pregnant pregnant woman do in Vegas? Absolutely nothing. She, she pregs. <laughs> so, <laughs> why, so why'd you go to Vegas? Um, my uncles are adopting four kids, and the last adoption hearing was two weeks ago. 
four children. Under the age of five. They're, wow. They're two, three, four, and five. So now I need to call them and bring them down to my level. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are pieces of shit. <laughs> only so, four kids? Only four? Only four? All yeah. at once? You went from zero to four? <laughs> Nothing. That's right. Um, no, the last adoption hearing for the little girl was, was two weeks ago. That's so now awesome. they are, all four are Officially all adopted. Ours. That's great. How cool. Yeah, very yeah. cool. So it was fun. Was, we had a big party. They gave me a surprise baby shower. It was fun. That's cool. People who can do that, like, make that kind of commitment, especially four kids all at once, that's yeah. amazing. It's yeah, no, it's, I, I can never do it. <clears throat> no. Shit, I couldn't probably even handle one kid right now, let alone, <laughs> let alone four. But, uh, yeah. Well, you're about to know what it's like to live with one. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. No. Yeah. Oh, hadn't, no. hadn't really thought about that. Had Why you? do you think I'm fixing up the girlfriend's house so much right now? Uh, so I can go spend all my time see, over there. <laughs> the um, stick stick figure version of me went on the New Kids on the Block cruise. I saw since that. I could not. Oh yeah, yeah, you were you were booked to go right? Yes. Like long before you got pregnant. Yep. Because you've gone for how many years in a row? Um, we didn't go last year. We went for the three years prior to that. And uh, and so you didn't get to go this year, obviously. So nope. they took. A picture of your face <laughs> on a stick and put it on a stick, and I think I saw it next Donnie. to Donnie Donnie, Donnie yep. Wahlberg. Yeah, they did. Uh, apparently, Donnie did selfies with everybody during the the group photo ops that you can do. Um, he took selfies with everyone, and Gabby's oh, here husband, I thought she was special. <laughs> no, no, he did take selfies with everyone, and then when Gabby's husband went up, he he um, asked him if he would mind taking a picture with the stick figure version of my face. <laughs> Did her husband go in in your place? Yes. Was, what, has he told you what kind of a time he's having? Um, <laughs> well, they're back now. They're back now. Um, I haven't talked to him, but Gabby said that he he had a good time overall, but will not be going again. So it was kind of the best case scenario for her because she was worried he was going to go have a lot of fun and want to come every year. Yeah. And so he had enough fun to where it was worth the vacation, <laughs> but he did not love all of the events, so he will not be returning with us. Because he's self-respecting. He, he didn't like, he didn't like, he didn't like Joey McIntyre taking off his clothes and dry humping the stage for 20 minutes. <laughs> I don't That's know who doesn't like, enjoy uh, that, but... I, I had a pretty okay time. My favorite part was uh, was Daddy's, uh, Daddy's special treat. <laughs> Daddy, oh, you actually got it right. <laughs> was it Daddy's special yes. treat? <laughs> nice. Good job. Look at me. Good callback Cal skills. Right. Cal College, College boy boys are yeah. getting smarter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, that's it for our week, huh? That's it. Yeah. Let's get into some corrections. Yep. I already used up my, my segue <laughs> earlier. <laughs> stupid! You're so stupid! All right. Uh, a couple corrections from last week. Uh, we talked about uh, the Evil Dead series mm -hmm. and how many copies I own. And I said that it was in the mid-30s. Yeah. So I took account of how many copies of... The movies and the series I have. So uh -huh. this, is, this is cumulative. I can't. Col cumulative. College boy. <laughs> cumulative. There we go. I, it wasn't that I didn't know the word. I didn't know what word I wanted to say. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> so you went with communal and cumulative and one other un unidentified word. Cumulative. Um, Mutilating. Um, I own 42 copies. Oh my gosh. Uh, wow. And I'm missing quite a few still, so that number only is going to go up. <laughs> only going to go up. It's a lot um, of shelf space. Uh, Bath and Brewing, this is a little local correction here, but Bath and Brewing, we said that we didn't know if they are putting their stills in oh. at that location or not. It's at that location. I drove by it today. You can see them. They're behind the beer brewing, um, what do you call those? The... Uh, 
The, the oh yeah, the, not the urns. Kiln, the kiln, not no, kiln, no. Like kiln. What the fuck you call them? I don't know. It's where they brew beer in. The giant, the giant, the giant tanks. The, yes, the, vats, the tanks, yeah. the vats. Yeah, they're in behind you know, those. You know, for a for a, for a, for a podcast about beer, we should we should probably know this <laughs> stuff, but we don't. Yeah, we just drink it. <laughs> um, so yeah, it is at that location. So any local people here, they are doing it there at that location, best that I can tell. Are are liquor stills? Uh, are they much smaller than the beer? No, they're pretty ones? big because I, I didn't think that they had a lot of room in that building there's not there's not but um i still i still hold hold the fact that they're gonna probably expand and then have that be like their one plate one area will be for their brewing and one area will be for their and they'll always keep that place open as like their flagship right next door that they could buy yeah connect the two together be done with it right um anyway uh then the last thing is that victor miller is not an idiot okay and i'm not gonna tell you why because that has to do with the news. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that is the correction. Victor Miller is not an idiot. Oh, and also you pointed out to me that I looked like an idiot last week because <laughs> we got into a discussion about 4K and and, uh, and Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. I think I was confused as to... Because you were talking about... Imagine um, that. What do you call that? Where <laughs> the, uh, the back... Not backlogging. Backwards compatibility. Backwards compatibility. <laughs> I See, I'm not going to college, Mike. This the is why. The cumulative of the... <laughs> And I, I was like, oh, can't you play, can't you play blue, uh, 4K in a Blu-ray? And yep. I, I think I meant to say, can't you play Blu-ray, Blu-ray in a, which you can. can. Yes, you can. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, not really a connect- correction, more so just uh, me work, sw- me working. I swear, out. I'm not that dumb. No, I'll swear, I'll swear to God. All right. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> Um, so that's it for that then. That's it. All right. So this week we are we're doing our our typical. Bad... Oh wait, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm okay. sorry. Yeah. Harthen corrected me on something, Vito. Okay. Uh, and it wasn't about the last episode. It's about every episode that we have done uh, since we've started using our new intro mm-hmm. uh, for the tofu. Mm-hmm. We once upon a time said that that intro was about uh, Hellraiser. Uh, it's the news guy talking about Hellraiser. Oh, Hellraiser two. Okay, we've always said Hellraiser, and Harthen called me out on it. Oh, I've always known it was Hellraiser. Yeah, well, too. I think on air we only said Hellraiser, oh. but it is from Hellraiser too. Yeah. So, ha, Vito, we already knew. Yeah, Dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trick or treat. Uh, so, so anyway, uh, this week we are going to be doing our typical bad brew for Halloween yep. Resurrection. Should be lovely. Mm, and then uh, lovely. we also we all went to see the new Halloween movie. Correct. So we're gonna do. Bad Brew first. First part, Bad Brew, and then we're going to discuss the new Halloween movie. We're going to do kind of a spoiler-free discussion, mm-hmm. and then we'll wrap up the show for all of you people yep. who have do not a, seen a the soft, movie. soft ending, if a you A soft will. ending, if you will. Thank mm-hmm. you, Michael. And then we're actually going to do a little bit of a spoiler review, just it. so that we can talk a few things out. So yep. so if you still haven't seen it, and you don't want to hear spoilers, just you can turn it off when yep, we're we'll done. Do, we'll do a hard cut and let you guys leave, and then uh, we'll come back for the... For the real fans, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll talk about the rest. So, uh, in in uh, in celebration of Halloween Resurrection, oh boy, Michael went out and uh, from Lagunitas. Uh, this is in California, right? California. California. <laughs> um, oh, wow. <laughs> Lagunitas Super Cluster. Quick, quick, Jen, name the movie. No idea. Not oh. that. Jay, you got it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the, wizard. The, wizard. <laughs> the, the wizard. The wizard. The um, wizard. Leguanita's Super Cluster Ale. You want to explain that, Michael? Uh, does it need explaining? <laughs> 
If you've seen Halloween Resurrection, you know how much of a super clusterfuck that movie is. So, uh, so stick we... around to find out if we liked it or not. <laughs> <laughs> if the beer doesn't tell you. All right, so Liguanita's a citra hopped mega ale. Oh, it's a mega ale. Mega of, ale. Oh, a mega ale of intergalactic proportions. Hot damn. Supercluster ale. You are here on a speck of dust, three tiny rocks from the source at the edge of something much larger in the middle of something else at the beginning of the end. That's, that is, that is major intergalactic proportions. <laughs> uh, it's a lot to wrap your head around, so take it in one gulp at a time. Life is uncertain. Supercluster is a mega citra hopped, uh, oops, sorry. Supercluster is a citra hopped mega ale of galactic proportions. Everything we've learned about making hop forward beer Pale, cold, slightly alcoholic, and bitter. Slightly, oh, slightly is, is crossed, crossed out. out. <laughs> uh, call us sometime. And they, they, oh, they were uh, courteous enough to put their number on there we for us. We should call them right now on air. Do you want to call them? Do it. Let's Beer do it. Speaks. I'm going to call. You're going to call them? I'm going to call them right now. All right. What are you going to say? I don't, I'm, I don't know. Well, it's I'm in gonna, California. It's I'm, only 730 there. I'm going to crack this beer while you're, uh, while you're calling them. Okay, let's see here. What's the number here? Well, that was a fruitless endeavor. Yeah, so we, uh, we cut out what we did, but we did try to call. We tried to call, and all we got was a bunch of automated bullshit. Yep. So, what are you going to do? It was a super cluster. Well, if anybody call. from... Uh, but we did learn the proper pronunciation of their, their name, and it's Lagoni Lagonitas. Lagonitas. I still can't say it. But um, <laughs> I, like, I like Laguanitas. I like Laguanitas, too. That's what I've always thought it We're was. We're going to go with it. Yeah. We're going to go with it. Yeah. Laguanitas. Screw you guys. If anybody from Laguanitas is, uh, is listening... Answer your phone next time. There you go. It's uh, it's really frustrating All when right, we can't cheers. get a hold of you. Cheers. Cheers, boys. Lady. <laughs> Just sit here and enviously watch you guys drink your beer. Ooh. This is really good. Ooh, this is really good. It's got... It's got like a very florally, uh, like, after... See, I it get comes like, up, It comes up through your nose a little bit. Mm-hmm. I get, like, a lot of citrus, like, grapefruit on the yep, but on it, the but back end. But it's smooth at the very end, though. <clears throat> it, it is, yeah. It's, it's, not... like, it's like I just took a bite of macaroni and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Grapefruit-flavored macaroni and cheese. <laughs> um, it's like, um, yeah, it's weird. Like, it's not, like, hoppy. Like, it's hop-forward in taste, mm -hmm. but it's not hop-forward in that hoppy... That sting. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. the bite, the hoppy bite. But it's got a lot of that taste, like you said. Mm. Yeah, that's good. It's really good. I like it. I like it a lot. Well, all right, that is the Laguanitas <clears throat> Super Cluster Ale. That's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. Why don't we get into the bleed feed? The bleed feed? The, the bleed feed. All right. Oh, hey, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so what do we got for headlines, Michael? Here is your bleed fade for this this twenty fourth Wednesday night of October, twenty eighteen, year of our Lord. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, so some very very exciting news. Uh, oh shit! Before we get to that, there was there was a death. <laughs> so before we get to the exciting news, someone died. Uh, yeah. Uh, this actually just uh, two hours ago. This this guy came mm. through the pipeline here. So uh, rest in peace to uh, Return of the Living Dead uh, and Poltergeist star James Karen. 
Uh, James Karen uh, would be best known to horror fans from Return of the Living Dead and uh, Return of the Living Dead 2. Uh, he's also had uh, tons of roles. So he did over 200 acting gigs wow. that, uh, on his resume. Um, Frankenstein meets the Space Monster. Poltergeist, another big one. Uh, Invaders from Mars. Uh, the Willies, the Unborn, Piranha. Uh, apt Pupil, which I've never seen. I always wanted to You've see never Apt seen Pupil. Pupil. No, it's really good. Uh, and then Mulholland Drive, another classic. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, he's the guy's done tons of stuff. He died at the age of ninety-four. So oh, uh, guy so lived young. a big, big long life. Good run or a big short life if you're Jay. That is young in today's standards. <laughs> um, but yeah, Shall he's done two hundred. He was also in Congo, which is my favorite. I can talk to apes movie. Oh, okay. It's a very small <laughs> subgenre, but it's, uh, it's, my, it's, my, it's, my, it's my favorite apes no sign language movie. <laughs> that movie used to scare the hell out of me. It when still I was does. Those white apes, dude, the great yeah. white ape, they or move, whatever they're called. They move so fast. Right? What are you going to do against that? Did you know that Bruce Nothing. Campbell's in there? Die. In the very beginning? He's one, of the guys, he's one of the original guys that gets killed. Uh, Yeah, I think I, because we watched it a while back, and I think I realized that. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Buffett's in it, too. Is he really? Yeah, he plays uh, the 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 pilot at the beginning. It's like a very very like you see him, yeah, and you hear him say something, you know, like some jargon, like some pilot jargon, and then well, it's, and then have it's a gone. good cheeseburger in paradise. <laughs> <laughs> I like mine with lettuce and tomato. <laughs> that's that's great, Jimmy. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, like I said, uh, very long life, uh, age of ninety four. Does not say how he passed away, but I'm assuming at ninety four. Year old. Yeah. Hate to say it, but just probably, probably some freak accident. Life happens. <laughs> so uh, anyway, um, rest in peace. Rest in peace to him. All right. Now back to the exciting news. Um, sci-fi. 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 They're doing the Lord's work. Mm -hmm. Not only are we getting a brand new Leprechaun movie starring <laughs> like the actual Leprechaun, not that uh, bullshit oh, Leprechaun God. origins ship. Yeah. But now we are also getting new films from the series of killer clowns from outer space <clears throat> and critters nice fucking a we've been talking about killer clowns for so long the children brothers have they've been talking forever about how there's something in the works and right. this and that and finally we know what that is and that is that sci-fi is going to be making some made for tv movies which i kind of love the sci-fi made for tv movies so i'm totally okay with it yeah like i think that, that the stigma of that is lifted as to what it used to be you know they used to be terrible yeah but it's terrible in a fun way. Not now they are. Not back when they came out though, they were just terrible. Right. right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they yeah they they can put together a good movie now. So yeah, this uh, this comes exclusive from Bloody Disgusting, and apparently this is a part of Sci-Fi's new uh, business model is going to be taking old franchises and making new movies. So from the sounds of it, these aren't going to be the only three uh, series that we're getting this from. So I, I haven't have you have you heard much chatter about this on the uh, message boards or the groups or anything like I just wonder if being that it's sci because like a lot of people really dislike the fact that nowadays it's all remakes and blah blah mm -hmm. blah you know what I mean but if it's exclusively like a sci-fi thing I yeah. wonder if people would be a little more welcoming of it. Well, they're going to be new in the series. It sounds like so they're going to be continuing. They're not going to oh. be remakes. Oh, okay. From my understanding, they're not remakes. All right. So. They're hmm. continuing the canons. So I'll, I'll take anything I can get. Yeah, sure. I'll take a, I'll take you know a series of commercials if you bet them all back to back and it makes a movie. Like I don't even I don't care what it is. Give me it's web the shorts. longest commercial break like, ever. <laughs> um, so that's that's fun. Um, 
Uh, so Robert Englund was on Access Live uh, this past week, mm-hmm. talking about his uh, appearance on the Goldbergs as Freddy Krueger. Yep. You know, he comes out of coming out of retirement to do Freddy Krueger one last time. This and that and yada yada. And uh, he dropped a little teaser, little little nugget, if you will. And um, I'm just going to read you what he says, and uh, and then we're going to dissect this a little bit. Let's di- let's dissect this nug. He's talking. <laughs> he's talking about. Uh, He's talking about the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, yeah. how, they're, how they're going forward with it. And he goes, uh, I think they want to reboot the franchise, but they're going to need a new actor. They're going to need a new actor to play Freddy because they're going to want to do eight of them. I might have one left in me, but yeah. And so the internet just like blew its load this past week because Robert Englund is saying that he's going to do another Elm Street and blah, blah. Like, classic twisting classic, of words. Yeah. So, and it's funny. Like, I want that to be true more than anything else. You're right. I would love that. But to me, what I'm hearing that is him just saying they're going to want a new actor because they're going to want to make eight of these movies. Right. He's like, if I ever did another one, maybe I could do one, but I don't have eight in the tank. Right. So One, one and out. It, it sort of <laughs> is him saying that he might be up to do another one, but it's a far cry from him saying he wants to do another Elm Street movie. Maybe sci-fi. Maybe maybe sci-fi. That's where they come. Do one, so, just do a one-off with Robert England, call it a day. Maybe. Um, but I don't know that I'm taking that the way that everybody else is. Maybe that yeah. was an intentional nug drop. You know, um, <laughs> you know. I, I mean, most nug drops <laughs> are intentional. <laughs> it, could, it, it could very Occasionally well. not. It, it very well could be. Cedar Point, there's bound to be. <laughs> I saw that happen once. It was horrifying. <laughs> Four weeks in a row. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, I'm not taking it the way that everybody else is. You know, like, I'll believe it when I see it. Right. Uh, I don't see him coming out of retirement to play Freddy for another full-length feature as much as I would love it. Yeah. That being said, we actually watched, before we came here, tonight was the Goldbergs episode with uh, Freddy Krueger on it. Yeah. And uh, it was a half-an-hour show, so we watched it before we came here tonight. And i got to be honest with you. Maybe, I don't I don't want to be a bad, bad horror fan here, but... Um, if he's going to portray Freddy the way that he portrayed him in the Goldbergs, which Grant, I understand, is way lower it's a down. comedy show. I'm actually okay with him not returning to the role. What? Why? I, what? I didn't watch Jen, it, so... Jen, this is why I didn't talk to you about when we watched it, because I wanted uh-huh. to save it for the show. But it just seemed like like that, that Freddy character wasn't like just oozing out of him anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like It seemed a little forced. It seemed a little stale. It was great to see him. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say that it wasn't great to see him, but they also did like a weird thing with. I get it, it's just a TV show. It's not as high budgeted as like a movie and all that. I get that. Well, and also the amount of time that you have to shoot a TV show episode is, it's like compared to a movie, it's very truncated. You no, can't I, like you can't go. You to... can't. It was more and his also, and portrayal also had... though of Freddy is what I'm talking about. What not was necessarily it? The... Was it a little? Was it more comedic? Was it more in line with the Goldbergs? I feel like it was trying to be, and I feel like it had to be. Like, he, he couldn't play it the way he would in a movie. But even his voice didn't sound right. Like, the, the classic that Freddy I voice that he did, yeah. his voice didn't sound right. It's almost like he's he's aged. Let's be honest, he's aged since the last time. And I'm, mm-hmm. not, I'm not trying to be an ageist here, but, like, his, <laughs> his voice doesn't sound the same anymore. You know well, what I'm saying? His, and I would uh, hate for them to try to make a new movie... And you're like, listen, and the whole movie you spend listening to him talk and you realize that's not that's not the Friday that we have in our head. People are going to give him shit for it if that's the case. You know? Did they drop his voice, though? Because in the movies, his voice is always dropped like a half an hour. Like mm-hmm. Are you sure about that? Oh, yeah. That's not Robert. Robert England has a kind of a higher end voice. 
but Freddy Krueger's got oh that could be a it. very maybe deep, that's like, what it was that could be it maybe he, he was didn't... just maybe he was just because I saw I, I did see I didn't see the Goldbergs episode but I saw a little blip where it was him talking to the camera and he's like check out check out Goldbergs later tonight and you could tell it was just Robert England doing the Freddy voice yeah and I was like. You know that's cool, well, but it's not right because they do they drop his voice. Maybe in the maybe movies. that's got something to do with it. Then maybe that's got something to do with it. Yeah, but because um, that was the only thing I really noticed was that his voice sounded just a little bit different. Yeah, maybe I'm so just poo pooing on it. Yeah, don't be such a poo pooer. It was, it was a pretty short. Stop, stop dropping segment. nugs all over it. Yeah, that was another thing. It wasn't as long as I wanted it to be. Like they didn't. That's they only what used she him. Said. <laughs> they only used no, him you for didn't. the last uh, like five minutes of the episode, basically. Yeah. So I was hoping for a little bit more of them, but uh, anyway, <laughs> I'm trying to Aren't move on. All? Stop I'm it! Trying right. to move on. <laughs> um, you guys suck. Uh, Peter Jackson is restoring all three of his pre-Lord of the Rings films. Yeah, that's exciting. Oh, cool. World is uh, or the internet is a buzz with uh, this news. Um, so Peter Jackson has what, the rights to what some refer to as the trilogy. The trilogy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Wait, you talking about his three movies previous or the? What? No. Oh, are you talking about Lord of the Rings, right? Oh, no. I'm, 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 there's there's the whole there's the whole Star Wars fans versus Lord of the Rings fans. Oh, which which oh. one is the trilogy? Oh, the trilogy. You know what I mean? Star Wars. Yeah. It's it's. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm so, sorry. That goes without saying. Yeah. Um. Anyway, though. So yeah. So Bad Taste, Dead Alive, and Meet the Feebles are all getting 4K restorations, uh, and Peter Jackson himself is doing it. So uh, it's very awesome. He's saying that they're doing it. They're going to get them out. They're going to finally get them back into circulation because none of those movies are currently in circulation. Yeah. Um, which makes them all very expensive. And I know that because I've been looking for a copy of Meet the Feebles for a long time. Mm. <laughs> and guess what I can't find? You can't find it anywhere? Nope. Really? I've never seen it in the wild. Wow. Yeah. Not even online? Eh, I'm sure I could find it online, but where's the fun in that? Yeah, that's true. The fun is in the hunt, James. <laughs> Uh, and also in the never mind. Um, <laughs> so uh, in our corrections, I had mentioned Victor Miller. Yes. And how he was not an idiot. Mm -hmm. um, I was half half correcting on that. So he's, he's half an idiot. He still could be an idiot, but uh, <laughs> that remains to be seen. Apparently, there is a Friday the Thirteenth reboot already in the works, uh, using the newly acquired rights that Victor Miller has. Mm -hmm. um, as if that is news enough. It's being produced by LeBron James. <laughs> How accurate is all of this? Very. Is it really? Very accurate. Because I've just, I, I saw a headline and I, I forgot to go back and read the article. And then I saw people talking about it in uh, probably Do You Love Horror, mm -hmm. or horror group that we're part of. I, I, I didn't know. Like, some people were just like, it seems like maybe it was just an off-the-cuff statement that he said. Like, where no. he's just like, yeah, so I, would, apparently, I would totally do that. No. So, apparently, LeBron James, uh, he, he owns an entertainment company called Spring Hill Entertainment. Mm -hmm. uh, they are currently um, making the new Space Jam movie. Starring okay. LeBron, but that makes oh, sense. Oh, so that is nice. that is actually happening. That, apparently that was another that is, thing we talked about yeah, a few weeks ago. Apparently that is still happening. Um, however, they are teaming with Vertigo Entertainment, which is the company that put out the new It movie. Okay. And they're in talks right now to make a reboot of Friday the Thirteenth. Now here's here's where it gets interesting. Outside of the whole weird <laughs> LeBron James, apparently he's a huge horror fan, but it's still weird that he's attached to this in some way. But if you can separate the NBA player from the horror franchise. It's weird because if they're doing a franchise, or if they're doing a remake, rather, mm -hmm. based on Victor Miller's rights, 
he only has the rights to that first movie, which would make it a Mrs. Voorhees killer movie, mm -hmm. not an adult Jason movie, because those rights are still all tied up, especially with the um, the appeal that Cunningham has now put in. Right. So the way that I see it, and I was talking to Alex from Beyond the Void about this as well. Mm -hmm. The way that I see it is that, you know, he, Victor Miller won those rights. So until an appeal were to go through, that would change hand change the rights back over to somebody else right he can do whatever he wants with those rights so if he can shit out a movie in the next three years you know before this comes to pass yeah hmm. then i think he's perfectly well within his his rights to do so but it's weird how can you do a pamela Voorhees killer movie you already know the twist right. like i don't i'm confused as to how they're going to try to do this unless they just change everything which then people are going to hate i did it's see it's very confusing i did see something yeah. interesting somebody brought up the idea of um because at one point in time there was talk of um going off in the direction of jason's dad actually kind of taking up the mantle of the masked killer What's I have it, what's heard his, that What's before. his name, Elias? Yeah, it Is was it in something else. Yeah, it's it. That mythology is pretty thin, but he, he does exist but, in the mythology. But that's a direction they could take it if they wanted to kind of skirt around the because the whole I it's 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 the name Jason Voorhees mm -hmm. and it's uh and that that's it, right? Yeah. I mean, like he, they they, they can still use the after. they can still use the masked killer. Thing, can't they? No, no. Oh, they don't. No, they that's can't. not in the first movie. Oh, for fuck's sake! That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like it's, <clears throat> it's a, it's a really weird idea that they're doing here. I mean, I'm okay with them trying to oh, do this it. This is Victor Miller. Yeah, I'm yeah. getting all confused. I'm, I'm okay with them trying to do it. I just worry that he's trying to pump it out now to capitalize on Halloween, which is kind of the shit that I was giving him last week. Mm -hmm. But. I just, I don't know. I just don't see how this is going to work. No. Yeah. So it remains to be seen. I will keep an open mind. Yeah, but, yeah sure. You know, but we'll see. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. Uh, what's New Mom Blue? Mill Creek announced earlier Baby. this week. <laughs> <laughs> Mill Creek announced earlier this week that they will be releasing the 1981 slasher classic, Happy Birthday to Me, which we did an episode about we did? Uh, quite a while ago. Uh, exclusively through Walmart. This Blu-ray, along with several other Mill Creek releases, will come in VHS-style packaging, which is pretty cool, and will be available at the end of November. So the VHS packaging is just a slipcase, but um, I've been trying to find these. They've done this for a lot. Walmart mm -hmm. has doing, is doing a whole line of these, and I wanted to find the John Wick one because it looks awesome. Yeah. I can't find them anywhere. Really? Yeah, none of the Walmarts in our area uh, is carrying these these slipcase VHS inspired slipcases, hmm. which is very uh, very upsetting. Yeah, that seems common. like something new. I don't feel like I've heard of Walmart doing like exclusives a lot. They actually have quite is a few. That something new now. They have like Funko Pop exclusives, like mm -hmm. not 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 the Funko Pops, like movies that are packaged with like little keychain sized Funko Pops. Yeah. They have huh. like they have, yeah, Walmart it's, does a ton it's of probably, the, uh, is it is it not stuff. a lot of genre stuff? Because maybe that's why you don't hear a lot about maybe. it. Because most of the movie news you probably hear is from us. Yeah. yeah. And if it's not genre, then we're not talking yeah. about it, right? But anyway, sure. continue. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm just saying like they're hard to find. So. <clears throat> All right. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, you, <laughs> 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 uh, you may already be aware that George Romero's 1968 zombie game changer is... Uh, oh, Night of the Living Dead, of course. <laughs> will be headed to theaters for two nights only to celebrate its 50th anniversary... That's actually happening tonight and tomorrow. So if you're listening, to so this, if you're listening to this on you Sunday, you're shit out of luck because it already passed. But if you went and it was awesome, let us know. Which I'm I'm assuming it would be. 
the anniversary celebration continues thanks to FYE, who is offering up a 50th anniversary collector's edition set that is already available in stores and online. Mm-hmm. I believe they went up for sale on Tuesday. They did. They did. I was going to go buy one. Really? I and didn't. Are they... They're, they're probably all gone by now, huh? Nope, nope. They were available. Oh. They were a hundred dollars. Ooh! Wow! A hundred dollars. That's it's, steep. You can buy the Criterion two disc Blu-ray, which is what the movie is. It's, right. the, it's the Criterion release. Right. For twenty four dollars on Walmart.com. So this so, comes. This comes with a, a bit of extra stuff for the super fans, if that's what you're looking for. Which you know, people who run out to buy this are going to be huge fans. Yeah. Apparently, you're not a huge fan, Mike. Listen, I'm like maybe $50 worth of huge fan. I don't know about $100 worth of huge fan. Uh, so, it, like Mike said, it includes the Criterion Collection 2-disc Blu-ray uh, that features the original premiere version of the film restored and remastered in 4K Ultra HD from the original negative. It also has new interviews, archive foot, archival footage, commentary, as well as a limited edition graphic novel based on the film. 250 pages of never published covers, uh, never before published covers by Stephen R. Bissett. Art by Richard Bonk. Dick Bonk. <laughs> <laughs> Original 1968 awesome. lobby cards, which have been remastered with gold foil, and 250 of the boxes will include an additional lobby card autographed by Russell Striner, aka the guy who has probably the most well known line from the movie. They're coming to get you, Barbara. That's the one. I've met him before. Uh, you have? Good guy. Where at? Yeah, he's old. Comic-Con or something? Yeah, I was at one of the comic <laughs> conventions. Right. It's where it, it, that, that's the comic convention. Comic convention. I got screwed out of like 30 bucks or 50 bucks, whatever it was, by <laughs> uh, Judith pic- O'Day. <laughs> For taking for, a picture No, earlier? it was a damn autograph. Oh, because you, you didn't realize they charged back then. No, no, no. no. I realized they charged. I just didn't realize it was going to be that much because they didn't have signs up. Oh. And she grabbed the fucking... VHS from me and just signed it without me asking. And then she's and like, then she that'll goes, be 30 bucks. And then she goes, well, they tell me that I have to charge you $50 for that. $50? Whatever, whatever it was. And I was, like, I was like, pissed. I paid it, but I was like, pissed. And that was like my whole, like, that was supposed to buy other shit I didn't need with that money. Now you have an autograph you didn't need. Yeah. Right? Cool, man. Fun. Fun stuff. <laughs> autographs are... I've never really understood autographs that much. I think I have one... Well... And it's from Little Eva. Well, when she dies, joke's on her, because it'll be worth more money. Oh, hey. So here's hoping, right? Karma gets you in the end. Oh, jeez. No, right. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Next up, strap on your habit and grab your crucifix, folks, because the nun is coming home. Feels weird to say strap on when you're talking about a nun. Is it, though? <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe is not. It? Uh, the biggest film in the Conjuring universe to date will be headed to digital on November 20th and will be followed up by the Blu-ray release on December 4th. Special features will include over 10 minutes of deleted scenes and a breakdown of the Conjuring chronology and more. That might be pretty interesting. Yeah, I agree. That's a, it's a pretty big universe that he's making there. So. Uh, yeah. I mean, unless you're unless you're a true horror fan and then you hate everything about it because it's Hollywood horror. Right. Right. <laughs> you, you only watch... Uh, like Lucio Falci's movies that weren't good. <gasps> Can I say that? Can oh, I say that without oh no. without getting a, a spike down my throat of some kind? All right. After the exciting news. Oh, oh wait. Actually, uh, you haven't talked about this yet. Can I? Can, no. Can I say this? No. Just yeah. say it. Say it. James. All right. Well, there's some exciting news that Mike's going to give you at the end of the 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 news hour here, that goes along with my story. 
Okay. So the thing from another world, you've completely bungled my whole thing here. <laughs> bungled. The bungled. Uh, you've mucked it all up. The uh, um, the th- a thing f- the thing from another world, which of course inspired John Carpenter's The Thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we have just learned that the original adaptation of The Thing from Another World from 1951 is headed to Blu-ray via Warner Archive. And there's quite a laundry list of special features here, so buckle up. Uh, it's original theatrical trailer, cool. theatrical re-release trailer, cool. and optional English subtitles for the main feature. Oh, God. Felt like that went on forever. Uh, that comes out November 20th. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, because it's Warner. Yeah. Got it. All you right, it. all right. I'm picking up what you're putting so down. So why don't you give me your buddy story to, okay, to that? Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to play a game. Mm-hmm. The game is, you don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. So you have to act surprised. Okay? Yeah. Okay. All right, hold on. So, Wait, hold on. Let me center myself a little right. bit here. You good? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. All right, James, you're, you're never, uh, never going to believe this. Right. So uh, there was this book called Frozen Hell, right? Yeah. That was just discovered about a team of scientists in Antarctica who dis- uh, who discover and are terrorized by a monstrous, shape-shifting alien entity. Yeah? Right? Doesn't this sound awesome? Sounds, yeah, this sounds is un- like this is like super a, familiar. This lost, unpublished book, right? Yeah. Uh, it was written by a guy named John W. Campbell. God, that sounds familiar. Um, well, it was adapted into a short story uh, for the astounding science fiction in 1938. Is it, is, it, is, it sounding, is it sounding right to you yet? Yeah. Um, and then it was adapted again in 1951 uh, under the name um, The Thing from Another World. That sounds familiar. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Uh, that was that was fun. Um, so Frozen Hell uh, is the original long form story that inspired all of the other thing stories. It's a novel. It's I, I guess it's long form. You can buy a paperback version of it, so I'm assuming it's a novel. It is a novel, um, it is Mike. A novel. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so Frozen Hell expands the thing, uh, the thing story dramatically, giving vital backstory well, it, it, and it, it, it context exp- to an already incredible tale. I don't think you mentioned the short story that it became. It became the short story or the novella. Who goes there? Yeah. Well, that that's who, who goes there is what inspired that was thing in, from another world. That was and in the, the astounding science fiction magazine. So I did right, say right. just not the name of it. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So this is cool because if you're a big thing fan, hey, <laughs> 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 I am a fan, fan of big things. If you're, a, if you're a big fan though of of Jen the thing too. story, um, this is cool though because this is like like. Bible stuff. This yeah, is like, this, is I, like, this is like a new, like a new gospel being found yeah, in, in, the, f- in the world of horror. I fully intend on picking this thing, this one up well, because if you intend on picking it up, you can go to their Kickstarter and for an ebook it's only seven dollars, mm-hmm. and to get it on paperback it's only twelve bucks. Right. So go pick the, it up. And the Kickstarter is already one hundred percent funded, so it's 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 out there. It's it's uh you can go grab it right now if you want. Yeah. Grab so, um, grab the thing right now. Grab it. <laughs> grab it. Just grab it by the thing. Um. <laughs> And that, that is your news. Not you, though. That's enough out of you. (laughs) That is your news for this October 24th year of our Lord, 2018. I thought it was 2017. Shit. Anyways, we'll edit edit that in post. We will hit our stupid fact of the day to close it out. Did you know, and I'm going to say this extends a little bit further nowadays because of some uh, cellular devices. Mm Mm-hmm. But that the average person spends around six months of their life sitting at red lights. Really? Huh. 
But it probably extends into green lights because it takes people an extra 10 seconds to take <laughs> off to the fucking true. light after it turns green. <laughs> true. Sorry, I was updating my tweeter. Between, <laughs> between, between spending your life in, your, in a bed in front of a TV or looking at a cell phone. And on the I, shitter. And on, and on the shitter. Doing all of those things. Right. Maybe not on the bed. Maybe not on the bed. <laughs> Unless you're like a... Bedpan. <laughs> Unless you have a bedpan. Um, we don't do shit. No. Like, humans are the, the well, laziest people we do on the shitter. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it, it, it's kind of alarming when you read all those facts. Like, the number of years you spend watching television. Yeah. It makes you feel like such an ass. It's like, wow, I'm really wasting my tiny little blip that I have here on this earth. Yes. And then and then you think I'm gonna do something about it. And then the next day when you're watching TV, you're, gonna, you're like, Shh, yeah, there was you're some, gonna... there was something I was gonna do, but I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's the uh, that's today's fact. Thank you, Jay. So boom, that was the news. Nice. All right. All right. Well, okay. We're uh, we're gonna we're gonna go get greased up. <laughs> Come back and uh, dive into Halloween Resurrection. <laughs> All of that sounded terrible. <laughs> Throughout this, you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. Now that we're done looking at dick pics, <laughs> let's let's get into some. That's accurate. It's dick a little, pics. A little a little peek behind the curtain. <laughs> we, were, we were looking at dick pics. Um, okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true. All right. Um, so, um, you, I'm, I'm I don't not, know where you go from where there. Where do you start? I'm not really sure where you start. <laughs> oh, speaking of dick pics, Halloween res erection. Ah, oh, there you bring go. It, bring it because before and. It's, I don't. Yeah, it's funny. You didn't. It's, it's, don't explain the good. joke. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween res erection from 2002. Three years after he last terrorized his sister, Michael Myers confronts her again. <laughs> before, oh god, before traveling to Haddonfield to deal with the cast and crew of a reality show, which is being broadcast from his old home. So, uh, real quick. So, if that sounds it, like a stupid idea, yeah. Anybody. Anybody that that took this uh, to a studio and this was their pitch, which you know there had to have been a thousand other pitches for a new Halloween movie, right? Right. Why in God's name is this the pitch they go with? It's because it was, it um, was, it was what was happening. At I the guess time. that's true. Okay. okay. So before we hold on, before we get into the movie, I want to go. I want to go around the table mm-hmm. between me, you, and Jen. Okay. Let's say one thing we liked about the movie. Find something that you did actually enjoy. About the movie. Crap, I wasn't prepared for this. I know, I was putting it on the spot. <laughs> Why don't you start? Okay. Um, I, gotta, I, I gotta try to think of what I liked about the movie. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed bad, huh? Buster Rhymes and his and his use of Kung Fu. I thought that was a very enjoyable part of the movie to me. Okay, so you're not you're not you're not going like you're, we're not talking like redeeming qualities here. You're there just talking about, You're just talking like what did you find enjoyment in that's what you're looking for um okay okay if, if we're if we're going for actual enjoyment i will say this i think that out of all of the um of all the sequels mm-hmm. that were in this this 
actually, you know, this is the second timeline, technically. Yeah. Um, of all the movies, though, of all the Halloween movies, I actually thought The Mask wasn't terrible. Ooh, really? I didn't think The Mask no. was... I didn't think The Mask was... Uh, compare this mask to, like, in 5 and 6, and it's god-awful. This mask Come had... Come on, that hair, this, though. This mask had manicured eyebrows. <laughs> Wait. Listen, I'm not saying it was great. And Man the hair on that mask was that tells terrible. You, but that tells you how bad the how bad the masks were though in other movies though. Come on, I'll that, give digi- you that. that digital mask in one of them, and then you, they're all bad. But I thought that at least it was somewhat closer to the original. Um, yeah, but then okay, aside from aside from the manicured eyebrows, this in this one, and I know they they did this in at least one other. Halloween movie, maybe two. He was wearing black eye makeup underneath. Yes, he was. Uh, w- when when did Michael Myers go buy black eye makeup? Uh, and when <laughs> and when did he stand in front of a mirror applying his black it's eye makeup? From after Halloween right. two, when he got burned alive, and that's just charred. Oh, so his his face is just all singed yeah. and ch- yeah, okay, yep. just under yep. the eyes, <laughs> just, just, just <laughs> under the eyes. It, it it gave him this really nice smoky eye look. Okay, that was an unfair question. We'll move on while you guys are thinking. How many times is this guy going to get burned alive? (laughs) Well, it's like the third movie in that series. Yeah. But, well, because in, in two, right? Halloween two, he was burned at the end, right? Yep. Yep. That was it, though. Uh, And then he. Well, um, that's it. In this this timeline. Because, now, mind you, Halloween Resurrection is not part of the original. Is not part of the original timeline. The original timeline is one through six, and then you have Halloween H two O that came along. Halloween H two O picks up after two, so you have Halloween one, Halloween two, Halloween H two O twenty years later, and then Resurrection. So I don't know did why. Did you watch I just the Cinemassacre thing? Oh yeah, it's great. You, it's no, I mean, did you watch it like today? Not just today. Because no. I forgot to watch it. So I. Oh okay. By the way, just just a quick plug for this. If you haven't watched uh, the Cinemassacre, uh, was it the uh, Angry? Well, it, um, he, he's the guy. Cinemasker is his overarching company, but it's the guy that does the angry, angry video, video game. Yeah, his name is James Rolfe. Right. He did. He did like a whole. He, he did a breakdown of the entire Halloween chronology, and it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, very, it's, it's very comprehensive, and he's he's super funny and like and uh, cynical. Yeah. So I, I like watching his videos. But um, sorry, go ahead. I thought when when you said it's from H two O when he got burned alive. For some reason, I was thinking that happened in H two O, and no, it doesn't. No. So that's where I was getting the third yeah, one. Yeah, no. From. So, so I was said, like, wait a second. I don't know why I let you get me. So you have four timelines now. You have the original timeline that is one through six. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. you have the second timeline that is one, two, H two O, and Resurrection. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then you have Rob Zombie's movies, right. which granted those are completely separate, but you have Rob Zombie's story. Sure. It's a different it's a, it's now it's separate. and now yeah. with the new one, you have Halloween one, Halloween twenty eighteen. Right. So there's so four there's different timelines. Yeah. I will say this. I think that I I'm not mad that they keep reinventing and trying to make new Michael Myers movies. There's a lot of people that got mad, and we'll get into excuse me into this more when we talk about the new Halloween movie. Um, but I like the fact that these shitty movies exist. If there's one positive that I can take out of it, is that yeah. um, a lot of times in series, you know, you watch the classics and you watch the originals like to death. You know what I'm saying? Like you watch them so much, you know them like the back of your hand. Right. And they're still fun to watch. Yeah. But sometimes it's just fun to put on 
a, a new story, quote unquote, new story right. that you don't that you haven't seen as much in that same mythology. It doesn't it doesn't have to be good. Sometimes it's just kind of refreshing to say, oh yeah, there's there's more to these stories. Like this character does exist in this. It might not be good. Like would, for example, would... in the of the dead series. Yeah, I love Survival of the Dead. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a great movie. It was George Romero's last. wasn't as, It wasn't the greatest movie ever. Right. But I love the fact that it's a George Romero movie. It takes place in the of the dead universe, and mm-hmm. it's there. Like it's another chapter in that saga. And see, like, I've seen Dawn and Day and Night so many times. Like, I like watching them. It's like it's like to relate it to a uh, this 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 saying usually goes along with an, another topic, but. Uh, Something that our 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 friend Brian, not Jancy Pants, but our other fucking Brian, fucking Brian, yeah. Uh, he he has uh, he has said the saying before: the best brownies you'll ever have are the brownies you're eating right now. It's like it's like you get more Michael Myers, and yeah. that's a good thing. Sure. Regardless of whether those brownies are maybe a little overcooked and dry. You're eating brownies, so it's but like. But if you find out that those brownies are like half like dog shit, <laughs> they're still they're still brownies. <laughs> I wouldn't say those are the best brownies I've ever had, though. But the best brownies you're ever gonna have are the brownies you're having right now. Um, so, so sure. I, that, I'm agreeing with you in a way. It's like this movie is not good. No. But I was still watching a Michael Myers movie, and exactly. I love Michael Myers. Exactly. So in a way, there's an, I enjoyed it. There's enjoyment that you can get out of it the fact that it, it just exists whether you think it should or not is irrelevant right. the fact and, that and it granted, exists and granted we had a ton of fun watching this we did and it was mostly just because you know we were, we were looking at each other and laughing and going right. what the fuck the whole time but we also had we had a great time watching it yeah. i'm not the type of i'm not the type of horror fan who gets pissed about movies mm-hmm. like very very rarely i i think it's happened on Maybe a couple of occasions. The Nightmare remake, I actually did get kind of pissed. That one is Just where I kind of got pissed. I got pissed because of decision terrible. making, not right. because... I don't know. I, I looked at this, I asked you... Um, we'll get into the story of this in a minute. But like I when we were watching this, I, I looked at you and I said, I almost don't fault this movie for being what it is. Because when, when you think of when it was made, it was made in, what is it, 2002? Yeah. It was made in 2002, which is like the, the tail end of the teen slasher craze. And that's what this movie was. Like H2O sort of was, but H2O also had way a way better story to rely on to yes. continue off of. Right. Whereas Resurrection was its own story. And they really tried <clears throat> to pull the scream, I know what you did last summer, like uh, uh, uh Wes Craven's Curse, I think was from that era. Like, they were they were they were doing the typical teen, teen ensemble, ensemble horror movie James. from yeah, <laughs> from from that era, and uh, it was bound to happen. Quite frankly, yeah, it was bound to happen. It it was not probably the greatest choice to do it, but that was Hollywood at the time. Like, that's what was happening. Right. They tried to capitalize and make the best Michael Myers movie that they were capable of making, and at that point in time, that is all they were capable of making. I hate to say that, but it's true. Well, it's were... a very much a product of its time. We were talking about that. We were saying that, and we were just kind of like pondering, you know, what what other like it was two thousand two, and a lot of those young teen ensemble horror movies from back then had the exact same format. They all had rappers in them. They all had rappers in them for some reason. A lot of them had rappers. That was like a popular thing in Hollywood to get to get these these rappers. Even H two O had LL Cool J. H two O had LL Cool J. Yeah, but LL Cool J is actually a pretty decent actor. You know, he's actually. 
good in the... Yeah, his I head mean, is like a shark's fin, for God's sake. Deepest, <laughs> bluest, the head is like a shark's fin. <laughs> I looked up other horror movies from 2002, just okay. to see what kind of comparison we had what, for... What was, what was the landscape in 2002 with Some great stuff came out in 2000, 28 Days Later. Ooh. One of my favorite. Sure. Uh, I, I don't know if you would you call it a zombie movie. It's a landmark zombie movie. Sure. Yeah. So landmark. One of my favorites. Uh, it, ch- it changed the game. The really with the va- the fast running zombies, it changed the game. Right. So yes. The Ring, which I I personally enjoyed. Mm-hmm. It's not the best movie in the world, but I enjoyed it. So 2002 I, was the was it went from teen slasher movies to J horror. Like 2002, that this time period is when everything switched from. Like yeah, teen ensemble that's... horror movies to basically J horror. Yeah, because that's also when you got The Grudge yep. and yeah. The yep. Eye and Dark Water. Um, but you also got movies like Cabin Fever. We both love sure. Cabin Fever. Resident Evil came out. Mm-hmm. Um, Ghost Ship. Uh, the Moth. Ghost Ship. The Mothman prophecies. Mm-hmm. Love the Mothman. Eight Legged Freaks. Come on. Uh, <laughs> Fear.com, Bubba Hotep, Red Dragon. Uh, okay. So, so, so there was, so yeah, the there was, there was some, horror movie that came <laughs> so, out. oh no, I'm looking at a list. There were plenty of other shit <laughs> no, horror okay. movies that came out at the time, but there was good horror so at this So it's fair to say that this, the, it came at the very tail end of the teen ensemble horror craze. Mm-hmm. They were, they were trying to, and, and the thing is, this movie was probably in production for at least a couple years before, right when that stuff was huge. Right. Yep. And so Halloween Resurrection it just failed because they probably tried to shit it out quick to, to capitalize on that, you know? Um, and by the time it came out, it was, that was already on its way out. So that probably did not fare well with audiences or critics. Um, and the story itself was probably written before that. So that's when you had like your well, chat room aspect and your correct. online stuff. What that was stuff. that movie or that TV show that you're talking about? That was on MTV where they would send people oh, into the haunted houses with cameras strapped to them. Fear. Was just MTV Fear. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Like so, that, this was capitalized that was on that. I loved. Yeah, that, that show. show I, I actually used to love that show. But when we were watching this, I was like, that had to, it had to be around the same time, right? Oh it yeah. Had, yeah. I was like, was I was like, year. this. That's essentially what they did. They they're like, okay, we got we're gonna make a new Michael Myers movie. And we've got this insane... Fear, Fear is an American paranormal reality television series that originally aired from 2000 to 2002. Right. Yeah, there you so, go. So then they're like, okay, software. we're making a new Halloween movie, and we've got this insanely popular horror-based show yep. on MTV. We're going to grab Busta Rhymes, and we're going to make... Uh, we're going to shit out a, a Michael, Myers, a Michael Fear. Myers film. It's fair to say, this is, the, this, is, this is Halloween MTV. Yeah. The, I mean, oh, it's yeah. fair sure. to say that's what this is. Yeah, yeah Absolutely. So, I mean, not that anything, we're not saying anything that's going to make this movie better. It's not going to change anybody's no. minds. But if you if you put yourself in the mindset, though, of people that were watching these types of movies back then, mm-hmm. I can almost guarantee you that there was a lot of people that saw that movie when it first came out that were very much into that, that MTV culture and this and that. I can guarantee you they watched this movie and they liked it. I think you're yeah. probably right. I can guarantee that. This this doesn't this didn't feel like a movie that was geared toward uh, Halloween fans. Uh, yeah, like <laughs> I I, I kind of hate saying this word, but like Halloween purists. No, it wasn't. I, it no. really wasn't because uh, there's a lot of I mean, there's Just, there's there's so many people, so many horror fans who consider Halloween in their top three, maybe their top horror movie of all time i agree it is I one agree. of the best horror oh, movies of sure. all time just, just and so it's a little frustrating to see it get the mtv treatment yeah you know what I, I mean 
I think the two. This was the last movie that Mustafa Akkad had uh, had a hand in uh, yeah, uh, before you, his his tragic ending. You might be um, right. No, it was. It was oh, for it sure. Was? Okay. Um, and I will say this, based on based on a lot of interviews I've seen with Mustafa Akkad. Um, if you don't know who that is, he's the producer that has been, that has done almost every. I think every single. I Halloween think he did movie. all yeah, of them, didn't he? Yeah. He was he was one of those producers that was constantly looking for like the, the next big thing. Like he was constantly trying to latch on to stuff and play to the audience and this and that. And I think this is just it's a which is it's smart. It's smart business. But it's it's it, yeah, it's good business, but at the same time it's like you're going to you have to know that you're going to piss off some fans along yeah. the way. I don't think this movie was made out of a complete disrespect for the character. I don't think I don't think any of the movies were made out of a disrespect for the character. Um uh, Malik Akkad, is that his son's name? Malik. Malik, think, yeah. yeah. He's gone on record and he said that uh, you know during those times, because he actually did produce some of the later movies, because mm-hmm. um, uh, he was getting into it. and he. And I he, think he's produced everyone since. Yeah, he produced some with his dad, though, too. Right, I right, want right. to say this one. Well, this, and, I think, yeah. I want to say, was Resurrection his first? That he... Might have been, or H2O. I could be wrong. Maybe you'll want to look that I'll, up. I'll check it out, yeah. But um, like he even said that sometimes they just backed themselves into a corner and they didn't know where to go with it, which is the reason why Resurrection was the last of that series. You know, he said with, you know, everything from one to Resurrection were was his father's legacy, and then when he took it over, he started with Rob Zombies to being sole producer of it. Mm-hmm. So that was his story, you know. Um, well, it looks like he actually started with um, Curse. Okay, so there you go. Yeah. So yeah, so he's talking about how they kind of backed themselves into a corner, which is why they restarted with H two O and right. they did it again. This series has a lot of has had a lot of starts and stops. Right. Um, There's a so special yeah. place in my heart for H two O. I love H two O. Oh, H two O is good. H two O, I H2O think, is, is actually not, pretty solid. It's not like a terrible it. movie. No, but the way that they ended H two O and then the stupid ass way that they explain away. Yes. Yeah. How he's still well, alive. So it's just dumb. Jamie Lee Curtis has gone on record as basically saying that the only reason that she did this, other than being contractually obligated to do it, mm-hmm. um, the only reason that she did it was to make sure her character was killed because she never wanted to do another one. Right. Like she actually considers this movie a joke. Oh yeah. And yeah. Uh, but which makes which makes what uh, Mustafa and Malik Akkad, when they were out doing press for this movie, they were a little they were a little. Uh, disingenuous about it because they said oh she she was so excited when she read the script that she was only contractually about contractually bound to be in the movie for 30 seconds and she ended up sticking around for a four-day shoot so we could get 15 minutes out of her because she was so uh she thought the story was so compelling (laughs) and then she and then she came out you know i don't know if it was years later or not but she came out and said no that wasn't true yeah I, i was just i had to be there and i wanted to make sure my character died and it's so funny on the cover art for the Blu-ray. Like we're watching this movie. I hadn't seen this in years, right? And so I'm like, I know that Jamie Lee Curtis was in it, and she's in the very beginning. And so we're watching it, and in the back of my head, I'm like, she comes back, I think, right? Like she's not actually dead. Like she comes back because on the cover art she has short hair. I figured that she left to the asylum, or whatever, or, or escaped, or, or got quote unquote killed, right? And then she right. comes back, and she got the short hair. And she never comes back, and it dawns him. And me and James realized that the uh, the cover art is it's the same photo shoot from H2O. From H2O yeah. They just put her with the short hair on the cover. Yeah. And it's just like it's like man, the, the, everything about this is just disingenuous, you yeah. know. Um. So let's get into the let's get into the actual movie. Uh, we could keep going on this all night, but right. like, let's get into the actual movie real quick. Um, before we get to Halloween 2018. 
Uh, so you have Jamie Lee Curtis obviously reprising her uh, character of Laurie Strode. Uh, you have Brad Laurie that plays uh, Michael Myers. Um, and if that's confusing, if you've seen the movie and you go, that doesn't look like Brad Laurie, that looks like Seth Green. I agree with you. Because <laughs> um, Michael Myers looked terrible. Uh, even though I thought the face of the mask was better, but that's whatever. Uh, Busta Rhymes plays Freddie Harris. You have uh, Bianca Kajlik. Kajlik? Kajlik. Kajlik. Yeah. Who plays uh, Sarah Moyer. Sean Patrick Thomas, who plays Rudy. Uh, Katie Sackoff, who plays Jen. You'd know Katie Sackoff from uh, Battlestar Galactica. Or right? Oculus. Or I, Oculus, yeah. yep. She's uh she's a uh, horror sci-fi uh, and, uh, Bianca, person of interest. Bianca Kajlik was just in. Uh, we just talked about a movie. She was in a couple weeks ago. Uh, Dark was the night. Oh yeah, she was. Mm -hmm. uh, I actually did not realize that until you pointed it out. Pointed it out to me. <laughs> uh, and something that I also pointed out to you is that uh, Sean Patrick Harris. Uh, he was in a movie called Save the Last Dance. Sean Patrick Thomas. I'm sorry, what Sean did I say? Patrick Harris is the dude from... Yeah, I was like... <laughs> who's Sean Patrick isn't, Harris? Isn't Sean... No, who's... No, who, that's... Who's the guy from... Neil uh, Patrick Harris. Neil, Neil Patrick, Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris. What the hell is the guy's name from American Pie? Stifler. Oh, um, Sean, Sean William Scott. Scott. There we go. So I'm, getting all my, I'm getting all my three names. So many yeah. three names. Speaking people. of American Pie, this also features Thomas Ian Nicholas, who, plays yep. like who was in. Uh, or no, 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 not uh, no. That's not that's not who that is. Yeah, um, it is. Is it? Yeah, Thomas Ian Nicholas. He played Bill. He plays Bill. Yeah, yeah. Oh, was that him? He's from American Pie. Okay, yeah, that's him. Yeah, who plays the creepy yeah. rape vibe guy? Yeah, what yeah. the hell was oh, that? Oh, he's so. <laughs> oh. This is this is this is before any hashtags. So. Yeah. Right. This is this is when yeah. people thought they could get away with it. And it was <laughs> listen, listen. It's cute. No. Okay. It was it's fucking cute. gross. I, I'm being charming right now. Uh, it was and so take your creepy. shirt off. Speaking <laughs> of so creepy. Be, speaking of um being charming, Tyra Banks was also in this. Yeah. Man, back in I, it was probably yeah, that was probably still in my Tyra Banks phase. I thought she was just was she in your spank bank? Oh man. Get it? <laughs> she was in a lockbox <laughs> in the spank bank. <laughs> oh. Our buddy Greg had a like a four foot poster on his wall of her, so we uh you know we we both uh depo yeah. <laughs> we, we both deposited that one at the same time. <laughs> oh. No, oh, no, that no. didn't happen. Whoa. Yes it did. No it didn't. <laughs> No one will ever know the truth. Oh my good, god! Good beer, right? This <laughs> is great beer. <laughs> so, um, okay, so so here's what happens. Um, it, uh, okay, so Jamie Lee Curtis gets gets knifed. She's dead. Michael Myers is free. And uh, there we, is we probably uh, being that she's Laurie Strode and she's aside from Michael Myers the biggest character in the entire franchise. Yes. Let's break down her part just a touch more so she's in an insane asylum after she'd beheaded michael myers in h2o uh, like apparently in a basically a catatonic state which she's faking faking yeah. there's, a, there's a huge musical sting when you realize that she's faking it which uh music stings are a major part of this movie yeah. like every time anything happens there's some huge musical cue and not and not good ones either. like even say, like good, even just good ones. even just like lighting a match it goes <laughs> <laughs> it's like he just lit a I'm fucking sorry, match like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was, 
This is interesting. I was reading this. Uh, this is a little bit of trivia for you. Yeah. Uh, how uh, Laurie's faking of her catatonic state in the beginning of the film uh, could be. I'm, I'm reading this off of IMDb, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, could be a reference to the additional scenes filmed for Halloween 1978's television version. The runtime wasn't long enough for the broadcast television, so additional scenes needed to be filmed during the production of Halloween 2. One of these scenes included Michael faking a catatonic state, fooling all the doctors at the sanatorium, uh, except for Dr. Loomis, into thinking that he is not as dangerous. Loomis thinks that he is. So, Which is essentially, uh, like, without without actually showing it, that's basically what happens yeah, throughout. Yeah, so it's interesting, though, because Resurrection did actually have a lot of callbacks to the original Halloween. Oh, yeah, when these out when we were watching. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect that this far into the series. I didn't expect them to still be calling back, like, certain scenes. Yeah. But they did it a lot in this movie. Mm-hmm. So that, I could say that maybe that's a good thing about the movies. They at least knew where they came from. Mm-hmm. I'll give it that. Like I said, I don't think they tried to make a bad movie. I just think they were they were just pointed in the wrong direction and then they put the foot in the gas. Yeah. You know, I, unfortunately. Um, but I, I don't think... You say that they didn't try to make a bad movie, which, you know, nobody tries to make a bad movie. Sure. The thing is, is they thought that they made a very good movie. Well, did they, though? <laughs> did they? It I sounded like... In retrospect... In retrospect, I think they know. Like this I is a bad said, movie. I was reading a little bit about like Mustafa and Malika Khad doing press for it and stuff like that, and it it sounded like they were out saying like, "Yeah, we've we've changed the game. We've well, of like, course. Well, of course, say? Going well, yeah, to. I mean, but, but it's <laughs> you want to pump up your movie, you want people to go see it, you have to falsely advertise in this case. Do but. you think they? I mean, like, do you think they got to the end of it and they're like, "What the fuck did we do?" Maybe. And then they're like, "Well, I feel it's like you kind of have to." <laughs> well, it's time to polish this turd. <laughs> <laughs> when you've been Couple involved with something, junkets. when you've been involved with something that long, I don't know how you could step back and look at this movie and be like, "Yeah, that's totally on par with the rest of them." Yeah. Yeah, and it's no. not. Like, but at that, that point, you've got you like you said, you've got to polish that turd. You've got to make it the best, <laughs> sound the best it can, because you need to make your money back. Uh-huh. Yeah, I I think that I don't know. I I wanted to I wanted to go into this movie having not seen it in years, and I wanted to go into it and coming come I wanted to go into it and come out of it going, you know what? There's actually redeeming parts of this movie. Like I really wanted to like. For as bad as the premise is, for as bad as as the acting is, for as bad as Michael Myers looks, mm-hmm. I wanted there to still be like this redeeming undertone throughout the whole movie, and it just wasn't there. Yeah, no. um, and I'd that's say, unfortunate. I'd say the like, like I said, I'm I'm really not hard on movies, and I don't get I don't get mad about stuff very easily. So, yeah. I, what I would say is the redeeming factor is I had a good time sitting watching. And uh, making fun of it, you yeah. know, yeah. like it was still, I, was, I, was, still, I was still, I was still thoroughly entertained, even sure. though it was a really shitty movie. Um, yeah. So to get back to it, then, uh, so basically, Michael Lori Strode's in a sanatorium or sanitarium. She, <clears> um, <throat> she's faking that she's catatonic, and so Michael comes back because she, she knows knew, Mike's she knows coming back for come. him at some point. So she, he breaks in. Basically, it ensues. They get up on the roof. She tries to kill him, and then. Michael Myers. Michael Myers. He, he, Michael plays, Myers. he plays a little bit of a head game with her. He does, which is very un-Michael Myers like. Yeah, Correct. I really didn't like that because since since in in Halloween nineteen seventy eight, they really kind of set him up as animalistic. Yes, you know, like he only he he really only seems to operate based on his on his like uh, his, primal his, his primal instincts. Yeah, yeah. and so the idea of him. 
the, I guess, I guess his, I guess his whole thing is sort of trickery because he's always sneaking around and stuff like that. But pulling the whole like, because she's in the she's in the sanitarium because uh, you find out at the end of H two O she beheaded Michael, which yep. she thought was Michael, but it was actually a paramedic who Michael had dressed up to look like him. Uh, put his mask on him, and he had crushed his larynx. So Which, he if couldn't... I'm not mistaken, didn't he do that in another movie too? Take the take the clothes of another. I mean, he takes paramedic. in the beginning. He takes the clothes. No, of... I thought in another movie he did that. Like they thought he was dead, but no, he was. Mm, and was it from two to four? Was it from two to four? Is that, how, is that how they explained that he was alive in four? I don't remember. I haven't seen it in a long time. Um... Yeah. But but getting getting back to like so they kind of they kind of set her up as having basically PTSD mm -hmm. like she just she realizes now she accidentally beheaded a a perfectly innocent man so she has PTSD and now she's in this catatonic state and they cut back to the scene in H two O right before she beheads the guy and you you see him like grabbing his head almost like there's some horrible sound in his head or something like yeah. that. And then when he reaches toward her and she chops his head off. So she's got him in this position where she can drop him from, I don't know, 50, 60 feet up, mm -hmm. which would kill a normal person. I don't believe it would actually kill Michael Myers. No. But, uh, dude, dude, and then, and then he took sh six shots and then he does, dead. he right. does that. Actually, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have even known to do that. Why would he have known to do that? He, he was watching. When they show the scene, they show him walking through the woods in the paramedic outfit. So he would have. Yeah, the, but the could idea he? But could he, he have very seen inconspicuously it. with a butcher knife. Could, <laughs> could right. he have? Could he have caught up to them? Because they drove for Probably a while. Probably not. That's what I'm saying. Like this no, whole this premise whole of this is, is so stupid. Dodgy. It is a clusterfuck. There you go. <laughs> it's a super cluster. And so she's like, "Oh, I just have to make sure it's you, Michael." And she goes over to try and take his mask off. Yeah. And he they, gra he they, grabs her. They which wrestle the rope what breaks. You know, why on? earth would you do that right yeah his the, arms aren't tied down he can right. easily reach you exactly then the rope breaks and then easily the worst part of the movie is her kissing his her brother he grabs <laughs> on he grabs on and then at the same time as they're swinging down he stabs her so she's about to die and she kisses him square on the the mask lips which is just awful yeah. and then says i'll see you in I'll hell i'll see you in hell <laughs> Why the fuck? She wouldn't kiss him. No, she no. also even if wouldn't. it was even if it was her brother. There's no way the she dialogue, would ever kiss him. The dialogue in the beginning of this movie too really sets the stage for how bad it's going to be because, like, there's a part where it's like, "I was afraid of you, Michael. Are you afraid of me?" Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, it's, his dialogue is so. And bad. And I'm sorry, but as if none of as if any of this is believable because she's so smart to rig up this whole thing and then reaches out to grab him like an idiot. Exactly. But then on top she, of that... And how did she set it up? She's been locked up. No, they it's said they like found they, her on the roof. They said that they found her on the yeah. roof three or four times. Oh, okay. yeah. but, but did she have enough time to go up there and rig up a, a right. fucking snare trap? And not well, only that, but he is holding on with one hand, holding himself up off the edge of this roof <laughs> and her. That's just uh, not realistic. And at one point they pan back and one of his fingers is in the air. Like he's holding on with like three fingers. Well, he's, he's got super fingers. He's Michael. Oh, he's Michael it, huh? Myers, though. Imagine a, imagine a blast from him, huh? Oh, that's disturbing. <laughs> no. 
Um, yeah, he's, he's Michael Myers, though. He's, he's got but superhuman still, strength. And yeah. the, they play on that whole, like, in H2O when he comes down, he's hanging from, like, the pipe in the ceiling. Yeah, it's like that. They the, play on that, like, three different times in this do. movie. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they it's really excessive. do. Because they show the one from H2O. Yep. And then he does it at least it's one other time. It's kind of the same thing when he's hanging off the side of the roof. Like, he's got the same stance. Right. Kind he of. does it again in the house, and I think he does it in the um, garage. He, he does so it right really, before he kills yeah. the other well, orderly or whatever at the, at the um, hospital. What we're expected to believe is that underneath that blue jumpsuit, he's just caught as shit. Just, right. like just he's a just, hulking beast. He's just like Mr. Been, Mr. Olympia. He's is, been living in a basement it. that could not possibly exist anywhere, so, living off rats. Yeah, so so that's the Jamie Lee Curtis storyline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah let's, 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 let's cut ahead and we can... We uh, don't need to spend a whole lot of time on the rest of the story because no. it is what it is. Yeah. All you need to know is that Buster Rhymes owns Dangertainment, mm. the, the greatest name to any Great name. company ever. Uh, and he basically has this reality TV show where he sends five unsuspecting people into a supposedly haunted house with cameras on them and they have to last a night and this episode's well, location were, is the Myers house. What they were supposed to do is look around for clues to see well, if they could sure, find out sure. to see if they could find out why Michael did what because he did. Because there'd be clues and 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 22 years later and like two or, and like two or three of the kids are studying it was weird like two of the two or three of the kids were studying like Jungian psychology. So they started to try and bring that into the story. I was like, just stop. Yeah. It's yeah, like you don't bad. don't don't try and dig into the psych psychological yeah, the whole thing, side. The whole he's, just, he's just a nut job. That, but that's that's the premise of the movie. Is you have a bunch of kids in a house and Michael Myers is just randomly there. And one of the things I hated is the fact that he was there during the day and like killing during the day. Like I feel like like when you have masked serial killers, the day should always be safe safe place mm -hmm. yeah nighttime should always 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 signify the danger mm -hmm. and in all it's the that other juxtaposition it of the light and the dark it's every yeah. slasher is like that well not every slasher i take it back like yeah. the burning and stuff like that obviously crops he kills people during sure. the day but like most of your big guys though, so is like, jason actually so is jason is he really is yeah. jason a lot of a day yeah i guess he is yeah and, uh, well especially few, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking specifically about the first jason the first uh friday the 13th yeah. scene i ever saw fair. was uh when eddie gets the belt wrapped around okay. his eyes okay i'll give you that that's, that's day. i will say this though from the, michael from michael movies, myers though and the halloween movies yeah. though he is a very much a a darkness a nighttime, killer. Yeah. Night, the night he came home right like, it's like very he stalks much a nighttime around killer. during the day but he doesn't kill anybody during right the day. yes yes he um, creeps up, but from behind bushes. <laughs> he, he he creeps from behind. <laughs> yeah, that's Michael Myers. That's uh, um, Michael Heckman too. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I just yeah I I thought that was a little bit jarring the fact that he's just randomly on camera like killing people and the the actor that played him was I mean supposedly he's like six two but he didn't look that big on screen. I think it was his coveralls were gigantic on him. They're gigantic. And, and they're they're pulled in in the waist, and they were cinched in in the waist, so it made him look kind of petite. Yeah, it and was then weird. and then the mask was really huge. huge. They were trying to give his, him that girlish figure. His <laughs> his head was as big as yours. That's, that was, <laughs> that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, so it just it it ended up making him look not very imposing. And he also walked like he had to shit. Yeah. Like he he was he walked as though he was turtle heading to a bathroom <laughs> everywhere he was going. I'm touching cotton here, guys. I gotta go. <laughs> um, there's just there's just a lot of just dumb stuff in the movie. I, the music was bad. Like the rendition of the theme that they used in the yeah. very beginning of the of yeah. the movie was just bad. Like, it's mm. just not a good rendition. Like no offense to the the composer, but like. Well, and then they you know they threw in 
like popular like pop culture songs from the time i i sound like a total old square right now <laughs> they threw in those pop culture songs from the time, <laughs> but they popular and i guess they used it as source music a few times like it was when tyra banks's character was in the the garage or whatever yeah, and yeah. she was dancing around and stuff yeah. but then that would carry on to the next scene and it'd be this horrible yeah. early 2000s r&b song or something yeah. And well, um, even, the, even the even the score they used when uh, he was stabbing Laurie Strode was bad. We were listening to a clip of it yeah. earlier yeah. today. It just it just doesn't fit. It's just not good music. And then there was one there was one point in the movie where there was a Michael Myers reveal, and they used the old like the classic um, hydrophone yeah sound yeah, and which is an amazing sound. Like that's a, that's a, a an amazing classic horror instrument. But they used it at one point in the movie and never used it again. Is that the, the da 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 or whatever it is? is it's that, it's that weird. Um, I'll have to pull it up for you. Okay, it's okay. Uh, like I I couldn't even try and recreate how it sounds, but it's uh it like once once I show it to you, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. It's okay. It's in a lot of classic horror movies, and um, but they only used it once, and it was in like a 10 second clip, and then that was it. And I was like, why would they bring that out just for that one point yeah. in the movie? It was so out of place. I was, yeah. I was like, what are you doing? It's almost like they had different people editing different parts of the movie, <laughs> yeah. and they just put them together. So they've got this whole... So each person has a camera strapped to them, so it's got that MTV fear vibe going on. And then you have this whole side story where this kid is, uh, like... Online, oh god, yeah, like chat, like chat room buddies with one of the girls who's inside the house. So he ends up kind of saving the day because she's got this like old school palm pilot thing, yeah. And he ends up talking to her, and and he's watching this whole thing go down on camera. He's on the stairs. Yeah, he's 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 in the house, and it's. Can you be more specific? Right. <laughs> yeah, he's in the house. Well, no shit, he's been in the house all oh, night. Like where, Jackass? Tell me where he is in the house. Right. Oh, and then my. she's like, "He's in the hallway. Don't scream!" And she immediately screams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? <laughs> there's a part. There's a part where one of the girls who's very like self-centered and like she just wants to be mm-hmm. like a TV star. Right. She wants to be famous. And she sits down at the vanity where Michael Myers killed his sister in the first movie. And this comb has been sitting there for 23 years, just getting shit all over it. And she just starts combing her hair with with her, brushing her hair with it. And it's just like, it's like the last last person that used that brush died, got murdered right after using that brush. There's probably blood all over it. What are you doing? Not even that. There's no way that a girl that obsessed with her looks. Is going to use a comb that has something dirty, 23 years of dust no. sitting on it. <laughs> no, that was well, the most unrealistic part of the entire movie. Got to right. primp, man. You got to got to stay primped for the MTV know. crowd. All right, we don't have to talk a lot, yeah. a lot about it. It's, so, it's I not. as with any other movie, I like I I there's there's very few movies where I'm ever going to say skip this one. Yeah, go watch this one. Because I, yeah, it's, I'm not it's gonna say skip it. like if you're if you're a fan of the Halloween movies, if you watch if, or if you've only seen a few of them, this is part of it. You just you got to go through it. Yeah, it's almost like a it's almost like a, if you're a true horror fan, you have to sit through some of these movies just to say you've seen them. Right. Like it's not, I don't want to say that the hazing ritual. But like, <laughs> it sort of is. It's it's just one of those things where it's like you should people give this movie shit all the time. You should at least know why they give it shit. Right. You know, like, it, it's, it, I don't know. Well, and this is another one where it's I... It's part of the mythology. Like, you, you should know it all. This is another one, like, uh, 
What did we talk about last week? Oh, Hell and Back. I said, it's not the type of movie you're going to sit down and try and really take in by yourself. Like, grab a couple of buddies, grab a case of beer, sit down and watch this steaming pile and and just have a good time with it. You know what I mean? You absolutely absolutely can. (laughs) I will say, I generally try to rewatch this series because it's Halloween's my, like, favorite horror movie ever. And so I generally watch rewatch the series every year. I don't always watch this one. Yeah. I usually stop at H2O. But I've seen it enough times that, like, I, I know would... Buster Rhymes has some crazy kung fu moves. <laughs> well, uh, pretty soon, you're going to have to add another movie to that list. Because we got a new Halloween movie this year, guys. Yeah, Say what? what? Yeah, yeah. All right, so we're going to move on from Halloween Resurrection now. Uh, so this is going to be our spoiler-free do we really have to talk about this piece of shit? <laughs> right. um, so this is going to be our spoiler-free review for a little bit here. Uh, before we get into the spoiler version, we will do like a little soft ending, let you know when you can turn it off. Uh, and then you don't need to go any further if you haven't seen the movie yet. And if, uh, if you're just trying to get a feel for it, and if you, you think you're going to like you, it. If you know Mike, then you, you're you pretty used to soft endings. So It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> All right. So uh, Halloween 2018. Lori Strode comes to her final confrontation with Michael Myers, the masked figure who has haunted her since she narrowly escaped him. Uh, it narrowly escaped his killing spree on Halloween night four decades ago. So, as Mike said earlier, and as most of you should know by now, this is uh, you had Halloween 1978. All else is thrown out the window. Everything, even Halloween 2, which a lot of people. Think is a lot of just people as are, good as the original, and a lot of people are kind of upset about them ignoring sure. Halloween too. But I see why they did it. I um, I agree a hundred and ten percent with their reasoning, because I agree that the the original Halloween was was not made under the guise that they were brother and sister. It wasn't, and right. that was one of the reasons why it was so scary. Is because you just had no idea why this guy was killing yeah. and, that, no and, and that and why makes he, and, it and why he seemed to be after her in particular yes that's what makes it terrifying right. so so unfortunately you have to get rid of an entire movie to get rid of that storyline you know cuz i love the idea that halloween <clears throat> 2 was butted up like the second halloween ends is the second halloween 2 picks up yeah. mm-hmm. and I, i've always loved that it's one continuous story throughout the entire night um, into the next day or whatever, and I've always loved that. But they introduced, and even John Carpenter, hell, John Carpenter and Deborah Hill wrote the second movie, but they still hated that storyline, mm-hmm. which tells me that maybe it was like a studio thing or something like that. You know, like they wanted like give us a good reason, you know, right? And they just the shit it out. A motive. <laughs> so by getting rid of that, I think it brings the franchise back to a very pure kind of place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I personally think that the that that it, it was a home run. A lot of people don't think that. Yeah, um, this this movie has been very polarizing. Yes, like there, I've seen, uh, I've seen, I've seen. Well, I got, I, you've, you've seen people from all from all different uh, levels of the spectrum. There are people who absolutely hated it. Uh-huh. There are people who absolutely loved it, and then there are people who are just like, yeah, it was a good installment. Why not? Yeah. You know, um, I I'm more toward the absolutely loved it. As am I. Um, it, it wasn't, it wasn't without its faults, Mm -hmm. but, uh, but, but really what movie is, 
Sure. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. Very, uh, very Halloween rarely. 1978. <laughs> <laughs> very, very rarely do you get a movie that's perfect. Like this movie right. was was not perfect, but I but I think that it did exactly what <clears throat> it should have done, what it was supposed to do, and and what it needed to do. Right. Um, I I thought that first and foremost, Michael Myers finally looked like fucking Michael Myers again. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like they they <laughs> got the look perfect there was only one other movie that had a successful looking michael myers and that was the first rob zombie movie yeah um now granted that was very different from the original but it was still a good look i actually i like tyler main a lot as as do michael myers because like when i was younger and the first time i saw halloween even though uh nick castle wasn't the biggest dude in the world when you're a little kid he looks like a monster yeah and as i got older I think Rob Zombie hit that nail on the head because he actually got a real life monster to play Michael Myers. <laughs> because uh, Tyler Maine is what seven foot tall? Oh uh, yeah, he's something a big, like that. Crazy, he's like he's that. fucking Big-mother gigantic. Yep. So I loved how he played imposing Sa- he was. Sabretooth in the original uh, right. X Men. So you can see his body size compared to some other people. Right, yeah. and uh, this guy w- is not as big as Tyler Maine, but he was still very physically imposing. Sure, and sure. I thought. I thought the way he moved was right on. There were a few issues that we thought we might have when we first saw the trailer. Just that one scene. Just that one scene. He kind of looked a little bit robotic. Yep. But that was really the only scene. Yeah, I still, I still think that that scene showed him a little bit much. That's just my personal opinion. But um, that scene though also led to my favorite moment of the entire movie. What's that? I can't tell you. Oh, because that would be spoilers. <laughs> okay. Um, but that scene did lead to my favorite, one of my favorite parts in the movie. Um, yeah, I, I think without giving away spoilers, though, I liked it. I think it, it, it was very good. I think the the the, the score. Oh my god, oh, John Carpenter's score was fucking incredible. So he did it with his uh, his with son. What, his, what's his, his name? It's his son and his uh, Cody. Yeah, yeah, Cody and his nephew. Nephew. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That was the the dynamic duo that make up John Carpenter's uh, live band and right. recording band. Right. And um, if you haven't seen them live, go see them live. I, I was fortunate enough to get the very limited edition vinyl from Sacred Bones, mm-hmm. which is the le- record label that John Carpenter releases on. And um, it's like the cool art print version. I have like a big poster with like the uh, the shooting range Michael Myers on yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Um, but the the soundtrack though, uh, Jen and I listened to it. I say it's uh, pretty today. much been on a loop. We listened it's to it yesterday and today. Fucking amazing! <laughs> yeah, like it's incredible. John Carpenter, it's like return to form, but with that rock sort of edge to yeah. it, with the mm-hmm. heavy guitars that he didn't have before. Yeah. And it's just like a, it's a match made in heaven, yep. man. Like we've seen him twice now. Like we've loved everything he's done, mm-hmm. and this is no different, man. Like this is he came back and he for pardon the pun, but he slayed <laughs> the score. Like it's yep. so good. Absolutely. Um, so what were your individual takes on, on the movie then? It was, uh, I liked it. I mean, there, there was a lot of predictable stuff, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, overall, I gave it the, it was okay. Oh, yeah? Kind of okay. thing. I wasn't, like, over the top, ecstatic about it all, and it was just, uh, yeah, it was, it was a decent movie. Now, do you feel like on, uh, because I've seen a lot of people say, like, they're really excited about their second viewing because they, they think that they kind of in the same boat as you like they thought it was pretty good but they're really looking forward to their second viewing and i've even seen some people come back from their second viewing saying mind blown, mind blown. like this like time with, I, it was like me with evil dead right like this time i was able to take everything in because i knew what was coming so i was able to look for all the other little details right and do you think like maybe a second viewing would i i definitely think so, so me myself that day when we went to see that i was having some like 
lower back pain. Yeah. That was I, I was uncomfortable the whole time. I kept turning and this and that. So and, and I think there was a lot of bit. stuff where I, I wasn't my my whole attention wasn't given to it at, at right. all times. But so I think seeing it again I would appreciate it more. Right on. What about you? I loved it. Yeah. I being that Halloween was one of my favorite movies, I feel like it, after so many lackluster Halloween movies, um, and I didn't love the Rob Zombie ones. I don't dislike them like I did when I first saw them, but I still don't really love them. But um, this one felt like a real Michael Myers movie again. Mm -hmm. Like, it brought back the suspense. It had more gore than the very first one it ever did, but that's just a product of the times. But, but it wasn't, wasn't overkill. But it still wasn't overkill. It was, it was like still perfect. pretty tame, actually, it was by still, today's yeah, standards. It was pretty tame, and it had it brought back more of that suspense that you really that suspense horror that you really feel yeah in the first halloween movie yeah and i actually think that uh like i actually appreciated the fact that um some of the some of the some of the gore some of the kills was they were done off camera sure yeah i i, I like that aspect mm -hmm. of it yeah. because then you know oftentimes they'll cut to the aftermath and you're like holy shit like what just happened here and then you kind of make it up in your head. And to me, sometimes that's even better. Well, your imagination is yeah. way worse I've than what you can see I've in seen front of your eyes sure. sometimes. I've seen a lot of people really bitching about that, though. Like, oh, man, he what killed this your... person, this person, this person. Like, you didn't even get to see any no, of it. Those, and it's those like... are your gore hounds. That right. They, right. They think that they, a lot of those people think that horror is just gore. Right. Like, that's what horror is. And that's, that's not. Like, it's a part of it, sure. But, like, it's not. That's not what every horror movie is. Right. See, and I think, too, like, because you were saying how they cut to the, the aftermath afterwards, right? Mm -hmm. And I think if they would have left some of those blank where you didn't see what happened afterwards it mm -hmm. would just like the first few you know because they were quick ones right and just leave it to where oh my god what did he actually do to them and then when they get to a big one then they really show everything coming yeah. at you at once you yeah. know i thought that would have been cool like that and they don't i mean it's like in the beginning they they do that where the few first few are off off camera and they do cut to kind of show the aftermath but right and you would expect them to kind of transition into showing you everything after that sure but they really kind of continued with that trend throughout the movie like there were kills that happened on screen and then there were other ones where you're like oh shit, this is about to go down and then the majority and of it happened away. off screen yeah. and you see the aftermath yeah and yep. i wasn't I, I wasn't mad about it really no. i thought it was pretty effective no i liked it I thought that, um, you know, when it, when they when it was first announced that David Gordon Green and Danny McBride were going to be writing it, they were very quick to come out and say that uh, don't worry, this is not going to be funny at all. You know, we are true horror fans. This is going to be back to its roots. It's mm -hmm. going to be pure horror, and that is it, and this and that. Um, I they didn't make good on that promise a hundred percent to me. I understand that there's in every horror film. There's going to be some parts where you're going to laugh and get a chuckle, and there's right. characters, and I get that. Um, and there was in this movie as well. Mm -hmm. I will say this though, Danny McBride, and I'm going to say it again. You gave me shit for this comment that I said the other day. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't give you shit. Danny, I just, Danny I... McBride has a voice in his writing, right? And there are parts of this movie where you could hear his voice yelling. You said Danny McBride has a very loud voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I, I said. said that's what I said before. You sounded like you sounded so much like some asshole critic, but I do agree with you. He, I was I was his, giving you shit, but you can really, really tell the dialogue that he wrote uninterrupted, right? And the stuff that like David Gordon Green wrote or had more influence on, right? Like, you can absolutely tell. Um, it's just the way that Danny McBride talks. Like, I and a lot of the dialogue 
I could I could hear his cadence almost, yeah. like in the way that the things were being said. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, I, and that's not bad necessarily. If you didn't, if you're not familiar with Danny McBride's previous work, you would never. It. No, you you wouldn't notice right. it because you don't know what you're looking for. If you are if you are very familiar with Danny McBride, though, you're going to pick up on some of it, and it can be a little bit distracting at times. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said. It's it's not cause for uh, it's not cause for a riot or anything like that. It's just like one of those things where it's like it's really really difficult to take that out. You would need him to like write the script and then have somebody else come back in. We need to we need to de de McBride this thing a little bit. <laughs> you would, it's, it's almost what you'd have to do. Yeah, which which isn't fair to him as a writer. No, well, and, he's but, putting his and, spin on the movie that he's yeah, creating. Yeah, and the way I see it, I I like you know we are familiar with uh, Danny McBride's writing, so it, you can kind of pick up on that cadence and that loud voice that he has. But in real life. Life is funny. Like sure. we we spend most of our time trying to crack each other up, and you're gonna get some of that stuff in a horror movie. Yeah, like in a, a horror movie scene that, that I'll talk I, about I in the spoiler what, section that I will yeah, that I will I know, bring up. But. I know what scene you're talking about, but there was you know, I heard uh, I I saw a few people kind of complaining about how funny the dad was, and I'm like the dad the dad was just kind of like. To me, he was a very real dad. He cracked yeah. dad jokes the whole time. He was just yeah. sort of a stupid goofball. And that's real life, you know? Like, yeah. when, when you don't know that there's all this horrifying shit going on around you, people people stay funny. Like, right. they still have yeah. a sense of humor. It's and, more realistic. Right. I think what it was with the dad, for me, though, his, uh, his acting seemed a little forced. Did you think so? Yeah, especially in the beginning. It, it got a little less and more just corny after mm-hmm. that, but, it, but in the beginning it was like he was really trying too hard to be that character, you know? I did, yeah. The, like They kind of they kind of hit you with a few jokes like right in a row where he was... It, it was like he was... They've got, you know, the typical uh, dad joke. You know, like you can picture... When you picture a dad doing dad jokes, you got a, a picture in mind of a guy doing dad I, jokes. Sure. I can't picture a dad doing dad jokes. He was almost like a, <laughs> he was almost like a caricature of a dad joke kind of dad. Sure, yeah. right. Even, so even like that. the voice was kind of like a little over the top trying to really be that guy, yeah. you know? Yeah, I get that. Yeah, and that didn't bother me. Quite frankly, those those parts of it at least didn't bother me. No, I get where he's coming from, but I, I it, it was... It all felt pretty natural to yeah. me. So I, I think that um, the character of Michael Myers was handled very well. I thought that uh, I love the fact that he's older. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that they didn't hide that. I love uh, some of the some of the, the the tricks that they did with him were awesome. Uh, the kills were great. I thought some of the yeah. some of the details too. Like I'll get into this is not really a spoiler, but I'll wait for the spoiler part, portion of the show to sure. talk about it. But there was like one particular detail that. Every other sequel of Halloween neglected to add, okay, and they added it into this one, and I really appreciated it. So, um, um, I thought that the uh, so I was at Michael Myers for Halloween when I was a little kid, uh-huh. right? And uh, and so I rented one of the Halloween movies just to see his full outfit, and you know the, the internet wasn't around at those times. Mm-hmm. I'm an old man now, sure, and uh, <laughs> and so I thought this Michael Myers looked a lot better than that one because I don't, I forget which. Which movie it was, but it was the one that didn't have Michael Myers in it. Oh, <laughs> 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 season, season of the Witch, yes. part three. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's actually uh, not to not to go back to um, Resurrection, but that was one interesting thing that I, I I read was they wanted like leading up to Resurrection, they wanted to make another 
Halloween movie. Yeah. And they thought about doing a season of the witch kind of thing where they yes. would go off into another storyline and audiences or or fans made it very they were very vocal about the fact that they wanted another Michael Myers movie. Yeah. And that's what you ended up with. So Yeah, yeah. So I've... shame on you. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, I, I think that's that's before getting into the spoiler stuff, I mean, I think we we typically all liked it. Yeah, I, think I think we uh, all liked it. Yeah. J- J- oh, overall, yeah. yeah. It's a it's a very I thought you, it was a very good uh, continuation of the first movie. Uh, it's different, you know. I I don't think that um, there's a lot of people complaining saying, "Oh, this isn't it." I can't believe they got rid of two and this and that. They didn't erase two from the history books. Like if you if you didn't like the fact they got rid of two, go watch two. Like I right. I, I I don't like that. I don't like that that argument like people it doesn't make sense it's like people seem like personally offended that they yeah, skipped over yeah. two pick and it's like line. it's still there pick your storyline there's certain Go, movies yeah. that you like and certain mythology that you like more than others and watch those like, it's it's kind of like a choose your adventure at this point like it you really can, is. you can go one of four ways if you want right. to it and, really really and, is and it's kind of fun in that way and i think the progression of laurie strode was really good too yeah yeah we didn't talk we didn't talk to her i thought that she i love pissed off Prepper Lori, I did way too. better yeah. than I like. Uh, 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 insane Sanit- sanitarium, Lori. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense that like she she has this feeling that something terrible. Like even if she was somebody who was just kind of even in this movie suffering from PTSD to the point where she would kind of go off the rails and completely uh, envelop her entire life in preparing for his return. Yeah. It seems like something that could definitely happen. Sure, you know yeah, I mean? what probably should happen if right, you know. Well, and they even said in the that show we were watching before we before we came here, that part of what they wanted in the very first movie was they wanted to show her vulnerability, uh-huh. and then you kind of see what these that first movie did to that vulnerability and what that did to her character and really right. yeah. pulled it through nicely. I think like in this where one. she is in Halloween twenty eighteen is where you would expect her character to be. Correct. Right. I thought very her character, realistic. Much yeah, so. very realistic. Yeah. Exactly what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Yep. There was it wasn't acted. It wasn't. It was just like wow, that's a real thing. Right. You know. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. So. Um. So. So that will conclude our spoiler free section. Right. Do we do a wrap up? Do we talk about our social media and no, stuff? No, yeah. So I will do. Just... I will do the wheel of pizza death right now. Oh, that okay, way, if yeah, anybody that's... wants to stop it right now, and then continue on or, or not continue on because of the spoilers, we're gonna we're gonna spin the wheel of pizza death real quick here. This thing goes on forever. <laughs> I'll be right back. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. <laughs> Come back. Anybody need something to drink? Go to Taco Bell. And we have. Director Spotlight. Nope. Oh, did nope. it just click again? It did another click. <laughs> no, no, Director Spotlight. I knew oh, it was right. going to oh, end. Okay. I knew where it was going to end. It's a, it's a Director Spotlight episode. It just clicked again. <laughs> I think if I move it, if I, if I move it, it does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It oh, does yeah. It. Okay. I, oh, wow. It's weird. It's like actually like my phone is, if I move it, it clicks. So what's... So you can, cheat, be you the, can uh, cheat in a way if you want to. It's going to be the uh, Alexandra Aha. Oh, Okay. Yeah, so you got. Uh, we're gonna do high tension. Nice. Uh, which is like one of our favorite, like uh, French French exploitation, <laughs> if you want to call it that. France exploitation. You got high tension and horns. The uh, Harry Potter starring flick, which I have not seen. Neither have I. So. I'm actually, I've, oh, I've cool. wanted yeah, to see I'm it. I'm excited so. to see that one. I'm uh, pretty excited about it. Very cool. But uh, yeah. Uh, all right. So that's what we'll be doing next week. Yep. And so if it, you uh, if you haven't seen. Halloween 2018 yet? This is your time to jump off. If you have, 
stick around. We're going to do a little bit of a spoiler review here. Yep, a little bit. We'll talk about some uh, some favorite parts and whatnot and uh, discuss a couple things. All right. So I'm going to jump in just because I will forget this if I don't if okay. I don't talk about it right away because I, and I know that you'll forget to remind me. So the one detail that I really loved about Michael that all other sequels neglected was the fact that his eye was all fucked, fucked up, up yep. from being stabbed with yep. the like why didn't anybody why didn't anybody else take that into consideration? I, I don't think he got cared. stabbed with a coat yeah. hanger, right. and yeah. his eye was fucked up. He's, and, well, he was and also they, shot six times and died. That's true. assumed he has super healing powers. And it was very subtle too. It was like you. It's it's not like you saw a full on uh, face shot of yeah. of Michael and you saw his eye all blown out. Like yeah. it was just a a very subtle kind of him turning his his head toward one of the characters, and you could see his eye was. Like there was no iris, there was no pupil. It was just, just all white yeah. and a little bit scarred around the outside. It, yeah, well, it was yeah, probably it was just totally a tiny nice. little detail that I really loved. Yeah, it was probably easy to to pick up on those little details like that too because they were picking this up directly off the first when right. you had all these other remakes. It's like okay, we're making Michael again. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and you're not yeah, paying true. attention yeah. to the fine little things like that. They're just going off. They uh, only cared about the mask. A hundred other you know clips of him and stuff yeah, like that. Right. You know? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So I guess it's I guess it, that's kind of a. Like I said, not not to call myself a purist or anything like that, but no, but it, that's it's one continuity. of those tiny details from the original that I thought was so awesome that they would carry on with. You know what I right, mean? Right, because they would basically watch that, write down all the little details, and pick it up like a sequel. Right. You know. Yeah. Sure. sure. I think um, one of the parts that I was talking about before with the with the humor is that there's a kid that one of the uh, one of one of Laurie Strode's granddaughter's friend is babysitting a kid, mm-hmm. and um, which I didn't pick up on at first. Like I for some reason. They did the the whole babysitter aspect, which brings me to another point. But I'll get there. Uh, it's it's her granddaughter and her two friends walking down the street, mm-hmm. and they're they're doing their thing. And um, I didn't put together that the one of the girls was the babysitter mm-hmm. later on. For some reason, I just oh. didn't. I did did not put two and two girl. together. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but she's she's babysitting this, this little this little kid, and this little kid's just got all the spunk in the world and the best lines in the entire movie, mm-hmm. which is very Danny McBride, by the way. Like, yeah. oh, I know you're smoking weed. Like, like it's it's Danny. I can like <laughs> literally picture him saying those that dialogue. Like talking about, I'm sitting here clipping my nasty ass toenails. <laughs> yes, and stuff like yes, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there's a part upstairs, and this and this part is in the trailers. It's when Michael Myers is in the closet, and she mm-hmm. goes to shut the closet, and it doesn't shut. And Which doesn't shut. that part of the scene I thought was great. Yeah, yeah amazing, yeah. right? And then she opens it, and Michael Myers is standing there, and he just lunges forward at her. And this should have been this absolutely terrifying, like, take the breath out of you kind of scene. And unfortunately, what happens is you get the little kid that's there, and because that little kid can't really help but be funny... Mm-hmm. It sucks the life out of the scene because you don't know if you're supposed to laugh at the kid or if you're supposed to be, you know, scared of Michael Myers. Right. And it, and it and it puts that scene into this weird juxtaposition where you don't know exactly what you're supposed to do. Right. And it kills the scene. Mm-hmm. That that's where I was talking about, like where the humor was a bit much. And I I felt like well, cause they should have realized because that was Michael a problem. Michael lunges out, and obviously that's a huge that's a huge scare. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're put into this survival mode where the babysitter has to get away, but then it cuts to the little kid and he's like, "Oh shit!" And then he like, yeah, they, like very in a very comical way, and he gets up and he runs. They could have very easily just made a cut in the film, cut that out, and like Michael Myers jumps out of the closet. She's struggling with him. 
she uh, she tells the kid to run. You just see him run, and then I can pick up with him on the stairs. Because like, that because, oh shit moment literally took me straight yeah. out of that. Because scene. the kid has a subsequent laugh after that, which I thought they could have they could have kept in. Yes. Because uh, the the boyfriend Dave is Dave, right? Dave. Yeah. 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 He's downstairs, and I think this laugh could have could have could have stayed in the movie and not taken you out of the moment really. Um. So after that happens, he runs down the stairs and Dave comes in because he hears her scream and he's like tentatively moving toward the stairs and the little kid just comes sprinting out of nowhere because he's, you know, fight or flight and he's chosen flight and he's just like, he's just like, oh shit, Dave, get the fuck out of here. You're going to die if you go up there, you know? And it was pretty funny, but at the same time. It was it, it funny because you're still moment. yeah. It, it's it was funny though because it was still on the on the heels of the old shit moment. Yeah, well, Take I, the old shit I, moment I, out of there, and I feel as though it would land a little bit differently. You think so? Yeah, I really do. Yeah, I think it still would have been a, a bit of a comedic relief though. Yeah, and uh, you don't need a comedic relief in these kind of movies. They, no, I mean, I think that the, I think the second one by itself would have landed better than the two combined well and you actually had it does pull you out a little bit you actually had like three comedic reliefs in this movie because you had the little kid you had uh dave who was like the dumb stoner stoner boyfriend who was kind of the comedic relief and then you had um who was the third kid it was the curly-haired guy yeah the curly-haired kid yeah yeah. uh, i can't remember the buddy the buddy of the the buddy of the boyfriend boyfriend Yeah. yeah yeah I don't. Uh, which Oscar, his, Oscar, Oscar, I think his name which was. he had a scene though. Like even in his little comedic, I felt like his comedic parts were way more akin to the original Halloween. Like you had the parts in the original where like Michael Myers puts on the ghost sheet. Like in the seventies, I guarantee you that got laughs. I guarantee you it did. You think so? Yeah. To yeah. us nowadays, though, it's just not near as funny. Well, because I, because that visual has become synonymous yeah, with iconic. that scene. Yeah. I think though the um the scene with the kid where he's like super drunk or whatever and the beers fall out of him, um that was supposed to be funny but it was dumbed down <laughs> enough to where it wasn't like belly laughing like that kid was more belly laughing, right. um, and that's that scene though man I tell you what where Michael Myers is in, he's in, he's in the backyard and there's emotion uh-huh. light going mm-hmm. on and so you have the light is turned on for a bit and the light flashes off, and then the motion light will turn back on and Michael Myers is. A ridiculously closer to him or whatever. Right. And they play off this whole motion light thing and it was a really, really awesome fucking scene. Yeah. Where he's appearing here, light goes off. Now he's over here. Now yep. it's like it's that classic how the fuck does he move so fast feeling with right. Michael Myers. When he just saunters every other time. Yeah. <laughs> and, it just, and it was awesome. I he, loved it so much. He had some quick moving moments a couple yeah. times in the in the in the movie and I thought Quicker, that was pretty cool. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was never him like full on sprinting anywhere. No, like, for, like, right. a, a little hustle, like quick jog sure. or something, yeah. you know? And yeah, sure. Well, and that was a scene that the backyard scene is one of my favorites in the movie. But it is very predictable. Like, you know, if you've ever seen a Halloween movie or any scary movie ever, like he's gonna pop up in the middle. I of it. But it was so good the way it was done. I, I also it. didn't see him in the background at first. Like when he was yeah. talking, they saw him because he thinks it's the neighbor. Yeah. He because Michael Myers is not center frame. He's like off he's to off the, the side, side and yeah. way back. I did not see him at first. When I finally did, oh, really? oh, oh, there he is. Yeah. Like, like it, it kind of caught me off guard. The other scene that I thought um, was really, really well done, and unfortunately, um, like a lot of scenes in this movie, it was killed by the trailers. Was the um, was the uh, the the stall scene in the in the gas station? Oh, yeah, that yeah. was not was only does it have scene. my favorite musical cue in the entire movie, mm-hmm. but like it was an intense fucking scene. Yes, it was. he's going at you know getting to the uh, the the 
Well, Docu we didn't, documentary girl. We didn't even really talk about it in the spoiler-free part, but there is this whole movie begins with uh, two documentarians. Actually, they're they're podcasters. Yeah, the yeah. they're basically trying to make like a serial podcast. Yep. Yep. And uh, and 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 they end up going to see Michael at uh, the sanitarium. They confront him a little bit, and nothing happens. And then he gets out, and uh, and then he confronts them at this gas station, and. This like this scene where he comes into the the bathroom. It's so intense. It really is. The music is crazy. One of my favorite things because it just seemed so like uh, it, it was. Like, I'd never seen anything like it before, and it was just so creepy and badass at the same time as when he reached over the stall and he dropped all yep. the teeth on the floor. Oh, yeah. it's like, so fuck, that is like I said, gnarly. I wish that wasn't in the trailer though, because that would have been so much more like. Yeah. Right. Oh Effective. my god! Like yeah. right. seen in the which that whole first time callback to. A lot the of people had one? a lot of people had problems with the fact there's a lot of callbacks in this movie. Yeah. There are quite and a few. the people that have a problem with that are the same people that probably hated The Force Awakens. Which <laughs> <Yeah>. I love <laughs> The Force Awakens. Yeah. Like those callback things they don't they just don't bother me. There's enough of a new story there to where the callback things don't take yeah. me out of it. Right. Yeah. That's personal, I suppose, like it's just my own opinion, I, but I, like I it just doesn't bother me. I personally like the callback stuff. Like there was the so there was the 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 couple, the, the babysitter yep. and her boyfriend, who were essentially killed in the exact same way yep. as the babysitter and her, or not the babysitter, but um, uh, the boyfriend yeah, stuck to the wall. The, the Bob and the Linda. blonde girl. What the hell's Linda. her name? She's got a Linda. Very, Linda. Yeah. Um, they were killed in the exact same way, sort of, except for Vicky became the ghost underneath the yep. sheet, yep. and then David got pinned to the wall with yep. a knife, which. The same people that complained there was way too many callbacks then go, oh, they didn't show him getting pinned to the wall. Yeah, that would have been a direct. That would have been a direct yeah, it's callback. Like, it's like, pick right. one. Either there's too many or there's not enough. Pick one. Yeah. Like, don't give me that argument. That's a fucking stupid argument. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. sorry. This shit pisses me off, and people get all up in arms about stuff yeah. like this. It's like, like you, you people, you people, you people <laughs> are are the bad horror fans that people always talk mm. about. Like, stop yeah. being pissed off at every little thing. Right. Well, Turn your brain off and watch a guy murder people for an hour and a half. Well, like like normal it, people do. Right. If, if those same people who are pissed off about the way they did this movie would be, like, because they love 1978 Halloween so mm. much. It's their favorite movie. But if they went through and did a beat for beat, kind of like same sort of thing they'd be equally as pissed off yeah so what's exactly. the there's what's no, the middle ground what do you want there, well there's not there's those no kind of people unfortunately they're never going to get that original halloween experience back and so they're going to hate everything even though they claim they want to like it right they're always going to hate it yeah they're always going to find stuff that they don't like even if it doesn't make sense right um i'm glad that i can I, like i'm i can turn my brain off yeah to, oh yeah to the rest of one thing that people really really hated was the new Doctor's twist. What a twist. <laughs> what a twist. I didn't um, love it either, but... Here's, here's, I, the, thing, here's the thing, though. Is after we out, talked about it a little I bit, it. I, I kind of... And I don't know if a lot of people... Get it. Not to say that we're, you know, the smartest guys in the world no. or anything like that, but I don't know if a lot of people... We have the luxury of... Uh, I don't know if a lot of people do this, but we sit and we talk about these movies with other people for hours after we do it. Sure. Yeah. And... This this thing with Doctor Sartain is like everybody's like, well, what, like that We're, whole that, well, that whole part of the story storyline like, was stupid. But then we started to think it started actually, in the very actually, beginning. I think, I think Justin, weren't you the one that brought it up? 
Sarah. Doctor, or was it Sarah? It was yeah, your so, fiance. Right. Yeah. So this was a great get on her part because I don't even think that I even realized this at first. But Dr. Sartain was the one... This From is the very beginning. This is conjecture on our point, but it seems like it makes a lot of sense. Dr. Sartain orchestrated this entire thing yep. because he said early on to the documentarians that he's never seen Michael in the wild. Yep. And he has sort of this like obsession with him mm-hmm. and obviously he probably wants to see Michael in the wild. This obsession so, became this unhealthy obsession to right. like want to be him. To he want was who he will to, and to see him out in the wild doing what he does. And so he probably was instrumental in Michael being transferred when he yeah. was the day before Halloween. I don't think that Michael Myers would have tried to escape. Honestly, I think that Michael Myers was, was done. And then because he, and then, and then you have Sardone that Sartain or Sartain set rather that, uh, that orchestrated this, this, Probably yeah. killed the bus driver or whatever. Because let him escape, and then once he was free, his instincts just took over. Kicked in, right? Because when they, sh- when uh, there's a father and son who show up at the site of the bus accident, and all of the other inmates are wandering around, which was I thought was a cool callback to the original yep. when uh, yep. when Loomis full, first pulls up to the in- insane asylum and all the patients are wandering around the grounds. Yep. So I thought that was a cool callback, but then he go uh, the the kid the the dad goes to find somebody. The kid gets out of the car looking for his dad, and he goes up to the bus, and he comes across Sartain, who's inside the bus unharmed, mm-hmm. whereas all of the other police officers have been Killed. mutilated. Yep. So it stands to reason that Sartain probably actually, like I said, he probably orchestrated the mm-hmm. whole thing. He released Michael. Yep. Michael killed the officers. The bus crashed. Right. He wanted to send him out, and much like, much like, uh, like, like Loomis with, with Michael Myers, like Michael Myers never really made uh, a huge attempt to murder Loomis. No, because they knew each other for so long. It was mm-hmm. like it was like they were part of each other's lives. Yeah. Right. And ever since Loomis died back in what did they say in this I'm movie? I'm not sure what, what year it was. Gave it was. It sounded like he had been like kind of on his case for like 20 years or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? And well, the, he studied under Loomis, right? Yeah. And then took over. Yep. So, like I said, it stands to reason that maybe Michael, you know, he he saw that he let him go and he let him get out into the wild and do his thing, so then, he wouldn't kill him right away. But then once Michael got like the taste of killing back, he just didn't care. Right. Well, I think it's <laughs> right. more and he so was totally indiscriminate. The doctor at that point put on his mask. Yeah, that could be it too. Like you think he didn't like that? And he was like that's that's my shit. Like don't you <laughs> don't touch my shit. Could be. There was uh, so before Sarah brought that point up, which made me uh like the scene better. When the doctor first put on the mask, I didn't like oh, that I hated scene. That too. No. I was like I didn't oh, know where man, they were going with it though either at that point. Right. Like yeah. um, Well, and I hated the fact that he he said this this is one like even with that revelation uh, him saying so that's what that feels like. Yeah. I still don't like that yeah, part. Yeah. I I I don't I don't disagree with that. It right. wasn't it wasn't a flawless scene. I like it. I like it in its entirety, like mm-hmm. the whole idea of that storyline. Right. That scene could have been handled maybe a little bit better, but yeah. um yeah, I I thought that uh, I thought that it was there was a cool little twist to show that like Michael Myers has a negative effect on the people around him. You know, like they, like this guy became completely obsessed, mm-hmm. and yeah. and I, I just I just kind of let that. It was a different. It's a different like, version of like of whereas whereas he was Sartain Loomis's was almost obsession. Sartain was almost the opposite of Loomis. Yeah, whereas exactly. Loomis was like 
this monster needs to be either locked up or killed, mm-hmm. preferably killed. Yeah. Uh, Sartain was like, this monster needs to be studied. Yep. And the best way to study him is to study him out in the wild. Yep. You know I what agree. I mean? Because he I keeps agree. trying to stop everybody from killing him, where Loomis was the opposite. He was right. He keeps saying he's property of the state. Make sure he's not harmed. And it's like. No, I'm going to shoot him in the right. head as soon as I see him. This guy's yep. killed how many people? He's, he's And then dead as soon as Sartain sees a threat from uh, Will Patton's character, yep. because he thinks he's going to kill him, he yep. ends up killing Will Patton's character. Which, which And he randomly has this like pen-looking thing that turns into a knife. Yeah, pen knife. Pen right. Knife. <laughs> Like so, you, you, so you had dog? to know, right? So like you had to know, like he was ready for some shit to go down because he's carrying this thing around. Yeah, right. that's true. Yeah, right. Very true. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I actually like that part quite a bit. After I, I dissect it in my head, yeah. we, we kind of realized. What was I going like on. it a bit more now, having talked about it, than I did when it first happened. And I do want to see it again because I think, especially now knowing, I'll be able to pick up on. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Things. So we know they are going to make a sequel to this movie. That's pretty much a given at mm-hmm. this point, especially because it had a ninety million dollar opening, which is like a record yep. setting for not only October but for horror movies. And and it was it's second huge. second highest ever, right? Is second that what it was? Highest. I thought it was the highest in October. It's the last time, what I had seen today was seventy seven point eight million weekend opening, and that's the second highest in October opening. Okay. Okay. So whether or not um, it's horror, I don't know. Okay, I can't so what the first so one was. still, there's going to be obviously there's going to be a sequel to it. The way that they left this movie, um, to me, it, it leaves itself wide open for a sequel. Not only yeah. do they have the breathing at the very very end, um, I thought the whole Legends of the Hidden Temple spikes going over the opening <laughs> was a bit dumb. It should have just been like a metal grate or something like that. That that's just me. I thought that was kind of dumb, but. Yeah. Um, Here's here's the way I figure it. Uh, so Laurie Strode has this hidden bunker hidden underneath the island in her kitchen that leads down to what you think is a shelter, but it's it's a half shelter, half cage for Michael. Mm-hmm. There's no way in hell that there's not another exit in case she ever got locked down there. What so I, what I've seen people say is you know you know which this was the dumbest move. I didn't I didn't really understand why she did this. Um, was they, it a security were, guard underneath the mask? They were. He switched. He no, switched, they were. Uh, uh, her and her and her daughter. Um, uh, what the hell is her daughter's name? Played by Judy Greer. Karen. Yeah, Karen. Um, they were down underneath in the in the bunker, and they were pretty safe down there. Yeah. But she shoots up through the floorboards at Michael. Yeah. With she a shotgun. Yes, to get him to come downstairs. It makes sense at the end. It, yeah, but so what people are saying is. Uh, I mean, he has, like, borderline superhuman strength, right? So the reason maybe you didn't see him at the end and you hear the breathing after the credits is because he was able to break through those floorboards and get out. Could be that, too. So that's that's yeah. how people are kind of saying... Because she put like, holes in it. Right. Yeah. So there's, there's there's a number of ways they can get him to get out of that basement. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I do love the fact, though, they ended it the same way they ended Halloween 2, which <laughs> is him burning alive and, yeah. and everything else. I thought it was cool. I loved the fact that they didn't kill Laurie Strode in this. I thought they were going to. Mm-hmm. Quite I thought frankly. so, too. I, I'm happy they did, yeah. quite frankly. You know, do, you this think, is, do you think she'll come back then for a I sequel? Th- if- I think they should be dumb not to, Yeah. quite frankly. I think it's back to a storyline that she can get behind. Yeah. And she seemed really excited to do this movie, and... All the press that she's done and all the interviews you see of her, she seems genuinely 
heartfelt about enjoying mm-hmm. the process. With, with so. exception to the one interview where the guy asked her if people put on a hockey mask to scare her. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, that was rough. <laughs> it was yeah. on E.T. Yeah. Did you see oh, that? Oh, I didn't see that yeah. one. It was on E.T. and uh, and the guy's like, so uh, so after all these years, do people still put on hockey masks and try and scare you? And she oh, goes, she just... Wrong, wrong franchise, babe. Right. <laughs> right. She tells us she's visibly annoyed. Like, Well, why? You're a journalist. Well, right. Not, not a journalist. It's, it's hard to call those people journalist but, but what still like what the hell's wrong with you yeah F- find out a little bit of what about what you're talking about yep um but um but we could go we could go on oh, and yeah. on about this absolutely um, final I, thoughts i personally i loved the the prepper angle yep um mm-hmm. the whole story i thought was uh, like as far as continuity with the the original i thought yep. was really good um uh I liked I liked the whole idea of her raising Karen in a in an environment that seemed odd and uh, and and um, what the hell's the word I'm looking for when you have a when you have a family no no uh, not disjointed dysfunctional okay oh, like she raised Karen in sort of a dysfunctional way sure like she raised she her, raised her to be she, she to. raised her to be a prepper. And Karen bitched about that the entire movie, yep. and then it ended up saving her life as well as her mother's life, yep. as well as her daughter's life. So yep. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I I liked it. I think that if you have a problem with it, just don't fucking watch it. You have you have three <laughs> other storylines you can go right. to. Like I will never say that more Michael Myers is a bad thing. I will never say that more Jason's a bad thing. I will never say that more, you know, Freddy Krueger's a bad thing. Unless it's the remake, right? Um, <laughs> I, I did, and, and let's be honest, that remake, you have, you have to really try to make a movie that bad. <laughs> and they swung for the fences. That, but, one's, that one's pretty rough. My point is, though, is that most of the time, though, I'm never going to say no like, no to more of it. You might not get a great one every single time. I thought this one was great. I think, yeah, I think, so I think the bad press that it's getting is completely unfounded and it's by butthurt fanboys that just can't even i gotta i gotta (laughs) i gotta bring one thing up if i i know that i I don't have a lot of time here but um there's an ongoing discussion on the uh exploding heads podcast page Mm -hmm. just kind of asking what people thought about it there's i i'm i'm sorry i'm gonna call one particular person out i won't call him out by name but this guy just absolutely hated the movie. Anytime anybody said something positive about the movie, he was the first one to comment underneath saying, nope, you're wrong, this movie sucked, blah, blah, blah. And then he started getting into this whole, uh, I really hated the gay agenda, too. And people were like, what, what? Are you, what are you talking about gay agenda? Like, what do, you, what do you mean? And he's like, and it was the father and son who came across the bus accident. Oh, yeah. yeah. And because the son was talking about not dance. wanting to go hunt, like why why do i have to go hunting i i'm i'm going to be missing dance class for this yeah and he's like gay agenda gay agenda and so i commented because fun fact about me i danced for 15 years when i was younger and so i commented i was like gay gay super gay <laughs> i was like i was like and he just kept saying this and i was like um I was like, well, I mean, I danced for 15 years when I was younger, and I'll have to ask my wife and my two children, but I'm not sure that they're ever worried about my gay agenda. <laughs> and <laughs> some people started chiming back in, and then he says, I don't know, the kid just really came across as gay to me, and so that's why I had a problem. I was like, bro, you're in the wrong fucking place. Like, right. what, what's wrong with you? Yeah, <laughs> It's and 2018, my man. And I don't think, I don't think the kid did either. I think it was... It, it almost seemed like the dad was worried about the stereotype that he was. Right. But the kid did, was like, 
What do you, what do you even? Yeah, you know like, what there it seemed no like. Lot, part lot, of it lots of people dance, man. It's right, like it's not. Right. <laughs> I I think to me it was almost more of like you have 1978 versus 2018. Right. Like literally, yeah. it was it, it yeah. was it was it was just the two different times. Yeah. You know, like so worlds collide. The dad like, being like, you don't, don't need dance class. I don't know how to deal with this kid. No, right. let's dance and stuff. Like, right. Right. You don't need dance class. We're gonna go hunting. And it was very. Kids like I just want to dance. It was grounded in reality. I thought you know. Yeah. And and also if the kid is gay. Who fucking cares? As long as he's not vegan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you bastards. <laughs> F you in the most flamboyant F you to all of you guys. Justin Justin dances off camera. <laughs> all right. So uh, yeah, sorry I took up so much time. But we could go. We could final final thoughts. Quick final thoughts. Yeah, I said I loved it. I've, I said my piece, Jen. Same. I loved it. I can't wait to go see it again and pick up on more of the little details. I think a lot of the callbacks they did were really fantastic, and the character development from then till now has been right on par. Great. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I liked the kills. I thought the kills were cool and Good kills. nice gruesomeness mm-hmm. to them. Oh. Yep. I, and, uh, and I do want to watch it again to really like try to appreciate everything more. And, Definitely. I will say this. I don't need to talk about it, but I will say this. I finally got a knife kill that I can fully get behind. It's not just throat <laughs> slashing and little swipes or whatever. He's straight on butcher knife from the back of the neck all the way to the front. And <laughs> I was like, finally, a brutal Michael Myers kill that I would expect yep. him to do. You've never, I don't think you've ever seen that before in any of the other no, movies. And the straight through from the back to the front. like. Yeah, and to add insult to injury, he stuns her first by slamming her face into the couch. Yeah, okay, so, so I will say that. And then stabs her through the back so of the good. neck. If I had one complaint about this movie... It was the fact that I feel like he slammed people's heads way more than it's like, brutal. Yeah, like, like, but it was like every single person was oh, just like bam, yeah. bam, bam. The guy like, in the stall that was excessive. Just brutal. I loved yeah. it. Yeah. That actually took me back to yeah. the to one of the zombie movies. Yes, yeah. Because there's a there's a kill where he slams a stripper's face into a mirror like 13 times. Yeah. Strip like, this. Strip this, bitch. <laughs> well, well, just strip thing, your like, face off. I think it was effective, but it, it almost felt like a little bit of overkill because it was like on almost every single kill he slammed or head into something. No. It, it was so aggressive though. So like a lot of bit. things don't make me flinch, and I was like, yeah. "Whoa!" Yeah. Yeah. The bathroom yeah. one was brutal. Yeah. That yeah. one I feel like was warranted, but I feel like it did happen just a, just a little too much. Felt yeah. a little repetitive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say that I think for any of the future releases of it, that they should make the uh, a giant knife as his dick, <laughs> <laughs> and then he can just go over and he can just skull fuck everybody. Fuck you. <laughs> this got dark. <laughs> that, that's a good turn. Mike Myers, bitch. <laughs> I, I, re- I really don't like your gay agenda here. <laughs> all, right. all right well yeah that's uh that's halloween 2018 i think we all enjoyed it we did some more than others but we'll uh yeah we're all gonna revisit it i i'm guessing i think it's got a lot of re- rewatch value yes. and I we agree. recommend that everybody goes to see it yes for sure um that's it that's it. If you want to find us on social media, you can find us on SoundCloud, Instagram, and Facebook at the Buzzkill Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at the Buzzkill PC. Uh, give us um, give us a rating of whatever the fuck you want to do. <laughs> Twelve stabs in the back. Sure. Yeah. And then Sounds one through the neck. I was say kitchen knives through the throat. That, there you go. That's it. And then take a dance class. Stab us, baby. <laughs> if you want to find J-Raj, you can find me on all social media at Ocean Recording. And also check out www.oceanrecordingstudio.com for all your fantastic audio needs. Yeah, baby. All if right, you Jess. want to find uh, Miss uh, Lego My Prego here. <laughs> at Roommate Jen. On Twitter. On Twitter. Yeah, boys yeah. and girls. 
All right. And uh, yeah. Well, hey, until next week, well, y'all. Cheers. 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 That was a weird one. <laughs> Try to have a good night. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs>